is Rowena Dooley asking Stall citizens to report for duty. Greetings, 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 and welcome back to Soul Citizens. I'm Griffin Gaming RPG, and we are excited to be here with you today. And uh, we want to give a special shout out to New Soul Sounds. Thank you, New Soul Sounds, for the raid right Thank at the you. intro. I think you guys must have been timing it. You must have had your like finger on the button before <laughs> we came out of our intro. So thank you, Raiders, for coming over and hanging out with us. We appreciate you guys. Hope you had a really, really good stream today, putting out some beautiful music to the Star Citizen community. So Hey, happy to have you guys here. Um, joined today, once again, by another illustrious group of co-hosts that are going to be sitting in with us today as we cover the topic of Flight Ready. Uh, introducing uh, right next to me will be the one and the only, the man from Down Under, Karachi. How are you, my friend? Hello, Griff. Hey, no man. Yo, yo, Meg. And thank you for the tier one sub, Thrakazog. It's good to be here. Happy to talk about all the stuff that we have to Awesome. Thrakazak, as always, thank you again, definitely. And Royce Darby, thank you for the resub as well. Appreciate that. Uh, you guys, make sure that you follow New Soul Sounds. They do a stream before us. I think they started a couple hours before us. Like, at, well, right now it's 7 o'clock my time, so I'd say 5 o'clock. So that means it's 6 o'clock Eastern time. They start on Sunday, so you guys be sure to check out New Soul Sounds. And hopefully we'll be able to drop a little shout-out for them in a little bit. Um, right next to Cal Roddy, the one and the only... Live long and prosper, infinite diversity and infinite combinations. He's dead, Jim. Nomad, 1701. What's up? What's Woo! up? Hello, hello, everybody. Thank you for being here. I'm glad to be here. And uh, we're going to have a good show today. You know what? I have got to come up with some more Star Trek lines there. I, you know, the He's Dead Jim one was a new one this year, but I always go with either IDIC or something like that. So I've got to do some, I got to do some more, uh, some more homework on my, on my stuff there so I can be better, better prepared. And last but not least, one of our favorites, one of the Star Citizen community favorites, the one and the only Yo Yo Meg. What's up, Meg? Roof, roof, so much. double dogs. Uh, yeah, double dogs. Woof, woof. Um, <laughs> yeah, doing, doing great. Um, yeah, I don't know. I felt like I was gonna say something cool, and then, and then I. I, I well, it. I'm gonna ask you a question. This is not in relation to Star Citizen, but I didn't get a chance okay. to ask you before the show. How are you feeling about Skull and Bones now that you've had more time in it? Oh my gosh, I, I'm enjoying the heck out of it. I can't okay. lie. Okay. I know there's, there's always gonna be. Um, people who don't mm -hmm. like certain aspects about the games, mm -hmm. but I, I really am a fan of giving things a try before you poop on it. Mm -hmm. um, it is great. If you compare it to um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, it's better. Um, oh, okay. Just take out the Assassin's Creed part, the, the boat mechanics, it is amazing. A okay. um, lot of grind to it, and there's um, longevity in terms of um, offline so, like money grinding mm -hmm. kind of like gta I, th I think i haven't played gta but uh the online where you can like have businesses and you're creating money like over time mm -hmm. um you just, like go around and collect those things and you can spread across the map and you have the pvp to do that okay. um it's pretty fun for okay. real. uh the pvp isn't too crazy um it's challenging but you can definitely do it um and like sometimes you don't even have to but 
Um, yeah, it's great. There's PVE, there's PVP. And they're still building it out, right? It's not, it's not done. They're still um, doing stuff to it, right? Yeah. So the game is fully out, but this, this first season starts on Tuesday, I think. Oh, okay. I think it's the 27th. Okay. Um, we should get some more stuff, some, some more content there, but I, I spent like, I think I played like 120 hours. Um, I did like 60 in the, uh, open beta and then Mm -hmm. 60, uh, on release. And I think I like finished the campaign, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, so yeah, I'm just waiting right now for season one to start. Okay, cool. All right. Nomad, I'm going to go to you. You said you were doing a LAN party last night, but is there anything you've been playing in particular? Or was it you could tell people about last night if you want to? What were you doing recently in gaming? Um, well, recently I've been I've been focusing on trying to work through uh, uh, Starfield. Okay. I, I know it has its, its issues, but it's, uh, you know, it's getting modded. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of obsessed with trying to finish the game. I'm actually on New Game Plus. Um, so I became, you know, a Starborn, and now, <laughs> uh, when I first became Starborn, I lost all the missions that I wanted to do. I had a whole bunch of them, uh-huh. and they all got wiped out because now you're starting a new game. Uh, so now uh-huh. I'm going back to do all of those okay. again, and I've come across a couple of weird missions mm-hmm. that was like weird. There's one mission that was so weird. Yeah, it was like all these people from history are being cloned on some planet, and it's like. What is this? I worked through that story. Okay. And, okay. Uh, you know, so that's how I've been uh, playing and streaming. And then the land party last night, uh, I was telling you before, we played uh, some Overwatch. And then we played some, um, some uh, what was that game again? Um, uh, uh, oh, the Evil Company. The Evil Company, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, that's the first time I had played it. We paid for it last night and, and installed it. it and, Okay. Because it was only 10 bucks. I think I saw and, you playing uh, that last night. I think I saw it under yeah. your name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I saw you guys were, mm-hmm. were hanging around. I was like, oh, yeah. they're going to see me playing this. So, <laughs> traitor. <yeah>. Traitor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's so, yeah, cool. We had a blast. Had a we good had time. Blast. That's good. Yeah. Cal Roddy, how about you? What you been playing recently? Anything? Yeah, I've been trying to survive through Dead Space. This is my second Ooh. time officially playing it. The new one? Um, I mean, the remake they... or the first? No, I had the first one just there in, in my Steam library. Okay. And, you know, I, I told myself at the beginning of this year that I'll actually start finishing all of my... Start finishing. Yep. I'll actually do all of my single-player games. Okay. In, in Steam to actually say, hey, I don't have all of these games in the backlog. I've never touched them. So mm-hmm. I actually wanted to, like, you know, finish them. So I've reached D and I'm, I'm playing Dead Space and... There's a reason why I never played it back. I know that's the truth because I could never get through it. I need to do that. I just need to play with you or watch you because I get too spooked out. Because the problem is I play at night. And playing at night is like the worst thing in the world when playing this. Oh, that's the worst. If you want to freak yourself, only thing worse than that is freaking alien isolation. I mean, that's that's exactly what I was going to say. I had to stop. I had to stop playing at night. (laughs) I didn't. Yeah. I played Alien Isolation. That was another level. Well, that's oh, good. Okay, well, it sounds like you're having fun with it. I'm serious. I'm going to have to watch you, too, because I don't know if I, I keep... Every time I go back to it, I get to a certain point, I just can't go further. So, And I, and the remaster looks so good, I wanted to try it, but it's like, I didn't do the first one. I got the first one. So, anyway. All right. Charles, the ID for the... Yes. Charles, thank you, as always. Thank you, thank you. All right, well, you guys got to recap on what everybody's been up to, and uh, I'm still doing Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, I didn't get to play at all this week. Uh, and just like you, uh, Cal Roddy, um, I'm, you know, guys, know I'm a big Star Wars fan and I did all the other planets and then they sent me to Dathomir, 
which is the planet of the witches. And I was like, oh, yeah. I really don't feel like dealing with this right now. So I got into the very beginning of it. And then it was like, okay, I got to stop for a bit. But I didn't mean to take off. I usually try to play every, no more than three days go by. So hopefully tomorrow I'll get some play time. Maybe tonight if I'm feeling up to it. Uh, yeah, but yeah. anyway, I'll, I'll get back to that. Um, so anyway, guys, we are here today to talk about Flight Ready. Once again, thanks for being here with us. Um, if you want to know what this show is about, um, it is about... This is going to be kind of more of a personal show. Um, what I told the hosts today is that they're going to be sharing what they do in the game and how they do it. Now, this is not like saying they're saying this is the best way to do it. Um, Star Citizen is a very, um, what's the word I want to say, subjective game in some ways. You know, CIG is trying to be very deliberate about avoiding metas. Sometimes metas arise. That's just because we're still in the testing. But they want the game to have a certain level of balance. Um, you know, you don't want to have that one thing in the ship that no, or in the game that nobody uses because everybody knows that thing is terrible. And we do have some things in the game like that. I know there are very few people, uh, Nomad, that I see flying around their Misc Reliant, uh, you know, the, 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 <laughs> or, or the Tana is their fight, fighting ship of choice. Now, there are people that do, but, right. you know, it's just not one of those ships that's highly rated, you know. Uh, and CIG wants to make very things very skill-based. They don't want ships to be just completely, you know, OP. Uh, but it's a task to take as many ships as we have and as many categories as we have and try to create a game that is both based upon skill but also the potential of, of a particular vehicle or weapon or armor or whatever. So today, Kelrati, Nomad, and Meg are going to share with you how they play the game and why maybe even why they pick some of the things that they do and we're going to talk about some things that are coming in the future as well so buckle up get you something to snack on because this is going to be kind of one of those intimate conversations with everybody talking about the things that they enjoy um so let's go ahead and uh what are we doing we're going to go here and we're going to get rid of that and we're going to go to our very first thing here which is called base of operations what's your boo Meg, I want to know what your boo is, not who I your boo is, say. not who your boo is, but oh. let me explain what base of operations is because <laughs> the panel knows what this is about. Base of operations is, as you guys know, when you start Star Citizen, um, you're asked at the very beginning to set up a base, right? Where you want your home to be. Uh, and for right now, when you pick, you pick from one of the four planets. Uh, we don't know how this is going to be in the end later on, you know? Um, we do know that right now they're working on other systems. So I'm just going to give you a, um, a a scenario. This is not, I'm not saying this is what's going to happen, y'all. I'm just saying it's a scenario. We know that right now we have several jump point places in the game. We've got Pyro, we've got Terra, we've got Magnus. Um, and so maybe later on the situation will be that when you decide to pick your home, you will now pick a system as well. You won't just everybody be in one system mm. uh, or maybe the systems will be like a core set of systems. Uh, and maybe those systems are all interconnected like these four systems are. And from there you, sp you spread out into the game. Uh, I don't know if CIG will ever let us say, well, I can pick some system way out where. I think that maybe they will have core systems and these, all of those systems are connected to each other. And maybe if you're Calrati, Calrati's like, hey, um, I want to live in a super safe system, so spawn me in in the Terra system. Blasphemy. Me yeah, I know. Meg may be like, hey, you know me, cutthroat pirate, drop me in pyro, boom. And Nomad may say, hey, you know what? I built all my money in Stanton this time. They've been good to me, the Hurston family. I, put me in in Stanton. Um, but right now, they're just going to tell you, right now, 
where they base. And of course, panel, if you guys know in the future, because you've done your lore homework and there's some system that you are interested in, then feel free to share that too. But for right now, let's just talk about where you set up your base of operation uh, in the game right now, when you spawn into the game and, and why. So let me go to, I'm gonna start with, start with uh, Cal Roddy this time since I started with Meg with games. Cal Roddy, why don't you go ahead and kick us off? Yeah, sure. So I go straight to, to Orison actually. Um, mainly because, mainly because of two things. Um, it usually has to do with, okay, if I want to operate around Grimhex, then mm -hmm. I'll go spawn it at Orison. Now, you know, I'll buy my system components, whatever I can get. At, um, I can't remember the name of the store, right? Now, even though I always go to it. Um, and Orison. Go, uh, huh? She's a cousin Crows. Yes, cousin Crows. And then I go straight up, Seraphim, my stuff there. Okay. And I would either stay there or go to Grimhex immediately. Um, but I also usually like frequenting around Crusader because I always um, I'm tending to uh, also do the um, uh, the repel raid missions mm -hmm. on Orison. Mm -hmm. I'm actually enjoying those, doing them by myself, you know, with one or two people. Uh, but just you know, just to see how how far I can get in terms of doing those, uh, you know, um, again and again and again and again and again okay. without needing to heal and all those things. So that's where I normally tend to set up. Um, otherwise, if I'm doing salvaging, I will go straight to uh, Crew L5, mm -hmm. and I'll transfer all of my stuff there because I tend to normally do, uh, you know, asteroid-based salvaging. Okay. And just live out in the dark there. So yeah. Okay. Cool. Nomad, how about you? When you sign into the game for the first time and they say pick a home, where do you go and why? I tend to gravitate toward Microtech. Okay. Um, even though it's 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 a it's a bit of a it's a bit it's a bit of a it's a bit of a time sink trying to get from the habs all the way to the you know it's such a big place mm -hmm. but it's just i just like that atmosphere of you know my dream is to have an atmosphere you know that environment mm -hmm. but in a lush tropical okay. warm place but i don't know if there's any plans for that someday there will be something like that in some system somewhere, but uh, but something about the vibe of 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 microtech mm -hmm. of, uh, of that I that I really that I really like. Um, I think it's because you and, know that they've got a cappuccino machine there, and they don't have one on Hurston. <laughs> I think that, I think that might be what yeah, it comes down to, right? Be, and you got all the young maybe, people running around. Helps you keep feel like you're young, you know, when you're running around the stations and everything, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting place. And I love I love going down. To, I tend to hang out at Wally's Bar. Okay. Listen to the music, you know. Yeah. Someday they'll 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 have a mix of music. That would be cool. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just like the vibe of 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 that of that whole place. It's just something about it that speaks to me. Okay. And, uh, so yeah. I think it's just because you're a tech head. That's all, you know. Absolutely. And Absolutely. And they got an Apple that, store that downstairs. Right yeah, they got an Apple store downstairs too. So what the heck, they do. you know? <laughs> okay. Meg, what about you? When you pick home, when you log in for the first time, where do you go? I mean, speaking of tech, I always go for that that cedar uh, Moby glass. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> you pick out your color. Moby yeah, your colors. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I'll go for the reddish one. Okay. Okay. Purple. Yeah, I go purple. I gotta go purple and chrome and the platinum, the chrome one, whatever that one is called, titanium or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have like over the past uh, probably year and a half, I've been frequenting um, Orison 
um, and going to Kurel 1 and setting up my base there. But mm -hmm. since Seraphim's come out, it's pretty much Seraphim. Mm -hmm. um, but I did choose uh, New Babbage as my base this time. Okay. Um, I used to start off in New Babbage and then switch to Orison. Uh, same as like Karate, uh, doing bunker missions and towers. Mm -hmm. And Kurel 1 has um, the suppressor size 2. Mm -hmm. So I'll just, like if I die, respawn there. Get geared up again. Has my favorite uh, tactical armor because um, I like I like looking good. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, Krillin has like everything for me, and um, as well as like if I want to go mining or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I set up at New Babbage again. Um, I like how quick it is to get some things and get land vehicles, get everything set up, and then um, usually I'll just I'll pr I'll most likely be back to Seraphim, mm -hmm. um, and then I just use um the hospital to reset and backspace to microtech whenever i want to be out there <laughs> okay fair enough but yeah fair enough um well for me uh it's as you guys probably know it's r corp um no other reason to be there other than my wife twitch pacheco is there so we can move uh, on to the next subject uh, no i'm just kidding um no actually <laughs> I, I i do like being in r corp um like but like you meg I like the weapon shop that's there. Um, mostly all the weapons I like using can be bought from there. Um, some of the weapons are, that I really prefer now are lootable weapons, so I can't get them anymore, but I used to be able to get them at that particular station, but I've stayed there since then. Um, and I think maybe just because I've gotten used to it, um, I do find it interesting that none of us picked Hurston. And the reason why I'm saying that, I'm not picking on Hurston. If Colossal was here, he probably would think that I'm picking on his home, <laughs> Lord of the Sith. Um, but uh, the reason why I say that is because Hurston is the one planet that's strategically located. You can get everywhere very quickly from it. And so what that says to me is, it's not that we weren't thinking about strategy. It's just that we all kind of pick places that even though we know that that may be physically, strategically faster to get somewhere, these other places offer something to us that we're willing to take that compromise. Because traveling from Microtech to uh what freaking uh crusaders like what 59 million kilometers yeah. if i'm not mistaken from our corp to new babbage is 57 million kilometers i mean these are big jumps uh when you're at hurston you're talking 33 31 million kilometers in distance range and it's a, that's almost 50 percent uh difference uh in traveling time uh so all of us have picked locations that we're willing to sacrifice also hurston's lore is interesting and i think that's another thing if if you're interested in combat hurston's lore they don't want their people to be armed. So you're not gonna have a lot of weapons and stuff available to you there, uh, which also in some ways or other forces us to be out these at these other locations too. Um, but for me, it's R Corp, one, because I enjoy mining in the belt from that side. I know a lot of people like doing it from the Crusader side and Microtech side, but I like doing it from the R Corp side. And I think I've just gotten really familiar with that space there. And I'm also looking forward to what we saw happen in Loreville, where we saw the revamping of Loreville I'm looking forward to, CIG has told us that they're going to be redoing R Corp. And so I can't wait to see when there's an Area 16, Area 7, Area 18 and stuff later too. So I'm anticipating that. But yes, yes definitely. Definitely because so, of Twitch Pacheco. Yeah. <laughs> you go to Arkel 1 and Arkel 2 to dump your stuff? I'm just curious. I'm just um, you know what? That's the other thing for mining. I do use, yeah, I do use them. Yes. Um, I kind of favor Arkel 1 a little bit more because that's the direction I go to when I go in the belt. When the, sometimes if the refineries go down, then I end up going to L2 to go there. Um, but I just like being over that way for some weird reason. I don't, I don't know if I, and the other thing is too, I have alts. So my second alt is based out of um, New Babbage and my third alt is based out of 
Orison. So it's not like I really feel like I'm missing out too much, you know, mm -hmm. but my main is definitely out of, out of there. Um, so yeah, I'll keep that in mind. To say yeah. Hi to you. yeah, I'm yeah, sure I'm you will. I'm sure you will. Don't worry. You won't find me. Trust me. You will not find me. <laughs> I've been pirated once. <laughs> Let me make sure I say this right. That's only the beginning. I have only been pirated once in 10 years. Once. I've been attacked and destroyed no no more than 10 times in 10 years okay we'll see if you can change that see, i'm an old eve player you gotta remember I, yo you don't see if you're gonna change it okay yeah all right yeah keep keep waking up in the morning for that one all right all right so we'll see what happens <laughs> we'll see what happens okay uh, you know i probably just made a target for myself now now that's going to be the challenge yeah, how many times we can oh, kill no. griff in the game right okay so that's let's go into this down. next topic here um let's talk about space um and uh, this time I'm going to start back with you. Uh, this time I'll start with you, Yo-Yo. Uh, when it comes to space, is there a particular, and you kind of touched on it a little bit, is there a certain orbital station? Because some people do this. I do this. Yeah. Um, I start at Area 18, and you know how everything kind of gets thrown back to your home base when you get started, all your components mm -hmm. and weapons? I load up everything, get it on the ship, and then I mm -hmm. take all my ships up to Bajini. And then that's where all my stuff is. So I'm not having to go down to the atmosphere whenever I want to get in the game. So do you do that same thing? Do you kind of keep some things at certain stations? Uh, you know, do you stay at a certain station if you're not down in your home place? That's for Meg. Yeah, mm -hmm. I normally um, load or deliver everything, which I really think that CIG should allow um, the ability to put paints on the ship just from... Wherever you're at. Like, yeah, that or just like not needing to deliver it to do it. Mm -hmm. um, that kind of wastes that delivery and <laughs> just moots like the point that they made to put that into the game in my opinion but um yeah, like everybody you'll see a small. lot of people doing that start <laughs> mm -hmm. of the uh start of a patch mm -hmm. um delivering all of their ships putting all their paints on and then leaving with one mm -hmm. and then going and pulling all their ships to like the station like you're saying which is what i do mm -hmm. um i'll deliver everything put all my paints on mm -hmm. um stock everything up and then go up to the station call all of them and then go on my way with what i'm doing for the day uh, okay okay yeah. You but, yeah i usually go ahead I, I, I frequent Seraphim now. Um, I used to do Creole one. I'll probably like go there, grab like a hundred suppressors and then come back to Seraphim just because mm. it's quicker. Okay. For the loops that I normally run. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Nomad, how about you? Any particular orbital station that you work out of? Yeah. Uh, since, since I like to be at the Microtech and New Babbage, I just go straight up to Tressler. Okay. And then, and then kind of like set myself there. Okay. Because after after a couple of of long uh, tram rides back and forth to get to this <laughs> station, it's like you know what I need to get smart. <laughs> so let me settle in up at Tressler yeah. so that when I do have to respawn, it's just a quick back to the back to the uh, to the ship terminals and and out. Yeah. So that's my that's usually my my little thing there to New Babbage, Tressler, and then out. And then out. Okay. Yeah. Calrati, you. Yeah, definitely, um, Seraphim for me. Uh, you know, in, in fact, when I actually leave Orison, um, what I've been doing for every reset, I would normally buy, you know, the, well, they sell up to two SCU cargo boxes mm -hmm. um, at, the, uh, at the store. Mm -hmm. So I would normally just buy approximately 10 is all I usually need, 10 to 12. 
<laughs> and I'll just load all my stuff up there. And I'll actually take them either in my Hull A or my Taurus, which I currently have right now from India. Okay. I'll just fly, you know, fly all the way up. Oh, it looks a you. bit daunting sometimes, but it's a nice experience. Yeah, know? yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I do all that, and then I unload my stuff, and I store my um, my cargo boxes in anticipation for the persistent hub. Especially since I I don't think, especially where my home base is, mm -hmm. in this case it's Oregon, mm -hmm. um, especially with respect to the first version of persistent hangers and how every other hanger is going to be instanced. I don't see myself moving too far away from my mainland. Mm -hmm. If it's Orson for 3.23, it's probably going to be Seraphim. Interesting. Interesting. You know, I found it interesting that you said, I almost thought you were going to say that you loaded everything up in your, I was expecting you to say your C1. I'm impressed that you decided to, um. to go with the, with the whole A, uh, because yeah, a lot yeah. of people see the whole A as a ship with great vulnerability, which I don't think it is, but people feel That's that way I love about it. Actually. it. Yeah. It's so exposed. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's risky to take all your stuff anyway, you know, but... I, I kind of do something similar with the boxes as well. Um, but that's mm. that's interesting. Let me ask you guys another question since we're talking about from home base on a planet to the orbital. Have any of you guys timed what your run is from bed to spaceport? Because I can tell you at R Corp, it's literally, if you if you make the run and the train is there, it's about just a little over three minutes. It's not as long as it feels. So I'm curious, have you ever timed yourself from bed to spaceport to see how long it actually takes? Mm-mm. I've heard that I think it's R Corp that mm -hmm. has the fastest bed to ship time. Yeah. It could have been, it could be Harrison. I thought it was R Corp though. Okay. Yeah. yeah, try it out and see next time when you go. Time yourself and see how long sometimes because you know, most everybody here except for Meg has been around for quite a while. Meg, I don't know if you ever heard about how long the trains used to take when we first got them, like at Hurston. Did anybody ever tell you about that? Mm -mm. How long were the train waits? About five minutes, guys? <laughs> If you miss it, you have to like go to the kitchen, use the bathroom or something. Yeah, I mean, it was like literally like five minutes, five, six minutes. It was a while. If you saw that train pull out, you were mad, you know, and so they've cut it down dramatically. I'm mad now and it's like 20 second wait. I'm humbled. I'm humbled. Yeah, it changed dramatically. Okay. All right. Let's talk about systems in space. Right now, we only have one system. Um, but I am going to ask you guys, um, we know that I just named four, three other systems right now. I forgot to name one other one. I saw some people in chat put it in was Nix. Um, but we've heard about yeah. Nix. We've heard about Pyro. We've heard about Terra. We've heard about Magnus. Uh, but there are, you know, literally on the, on the star map, dozens and dozens and dozens of systems in the game. Uh, when you decide that you want to settle down, is there a system that you see yourself either settling down in or that you think this is going to be where I'm going to be doing a lot of my stuff at, um, you know, whether it's combat or whether it's mining or trade, um, you know, is there anything in particular? And Cal Roddy, I'll start out with you on this one. Yeah, sure. So, you know, I've been immediately thinking of three systems. That's, um, well, in, in the immediate run, of course, Pyro. I'm really looking forward to different diversity there when we can go back to it. Um, but I've, I've also been thinking of two things that are almost completely opposite. That's Hades mm. and Helium. Ooh. So Hades, because of how the lore is talked about, you know, how it's dark and how... It's spooky. It's, yeah, it's really spooky. <laughs> but then Helios, you know, after seeing the, um, the the demonstration of the wave system and the physics and everything and mm -hmm. how they're able to make those waves propagate a lot more effectively, mm -hmm. um, you know, it took me back to the lore talking about, I can't remember which specific planet it is on in the, in the Helios system, 
where the waves are extremely, extremely high. And, Instead of stellar. Know, back, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, back then I was kind of wondering how they're even going to do this, you know? Mm -hmm. But now after seeing those waves propagate, it's making me really excited to live in, or in, a, in that system and by extension on, those, on that kind of planet to experience that. So different biomes, of course, and different um, environments mm -hmm. uh, purposes and experiences. So those are the kinds of systems that I'm looking forward to. Okay, in. fair. Nomad, how about you? I want to go to whatever system is going to allow me to safely transport materials and goods. Okay. Because I want to put my, um, until exploration comes in, until I can have a use for data running for my good old uh, MSR behind me. Mm -hmm. um, and that's one of the reasons why I went ahead and uh, besides just falling in love with it, uh, I went and got a C1. Okay. Because I want to just transport goods in a safe and orderly manner. And, um, and so that's not going to be, um, that's not going to be, uh, uh, the, the new, the new system that just came out, mm -hmm. the law, it's not going to be a lawless system, <laughs> you know, I'm okay. going to go someplace where I could just do my, to basically do commerce and, mm -hmm. and transport, transport cargo and goods. Okay. Sounds good. I mean, no matter if you want, I could always you know, be your escort <laughs> for a little fee. Oh, sure. But you got to pay me on time. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. boy. Meg, how about you? Uh, any place in particular you uh, interested in? Did we lose Meg? Uh-oh. No, I'm muted. Oh, okay. Um, no. <laughs> um, no um, I am a weenie when it comes to lore. Okay. What type of place then? Give us the type of place that you would like to be in. Would you yep. like to be someplace very peaceful, lawful? Yeah. So I'm actually with Nomad earlier when he was talking about um something more tropical. Okay. I don't know if a place with a planet that's tropical. I'd love to live there or okay. be around places like that that are more beautiful to look at, less deserted, mm -hmm. um, desolate. Mm -hmm. Uh definitely some form of um UEE or some sort of governing body there. Okay. Um I do like pve over pvp mm -hmm. I, i'll do pvp but mm -hmm. uh i guess it, it honestly depends as well like if i'm by myself like in the systems now uh -huh. when we do get the choice between stanton and pyro i, I could see myself frequenting stanton but if i'm with people i'll go to pyro 100 percent okay um, so i think it's it's just really gonna depend my answer on um if i have like uh, a dedicated friend group or org that's gonna be playing whenever we get these systems um but yeah, okay. definitely peaceful, but I'm ready for war. Okay, oh. all right, okay. I'm I'm looking at uh, probably Goss. I've, we've joked around about Goss before. Um, well, I, I, I have a little bit of affinity toward Terra because Origin is there, but uh, Goss probably because Goss has this, this really weird lore about it being a place where the military guys from the UEE come when they're on break. Um, and there's gambling, there's entertainment, there's clubs, oh, things of that nature. But there's can. also a vacation. Uh, matter of fact, Jay just put it in there. There's a, uh, it's it's a it's a it's a resort place, you know. So I'm kind of looking forward to that as well. Um, and uh, I'm I'm curious about Hades as well, Calrati. 
um the ghosts that's supposed to be out there and all this other stuff so i'm i'm curious to go out there with friends though that's not by, my, <laughs> by myself that's for sure i'm too scary but um i am curious to see if star citizen will introduce things like that at that level in the game where there are certain type of phenomena that happen that go along with <clears throat> that go along with the lore of an area because uh, sometimes it's not necessarily about trade uh or um or mining things of that nature but it may just be because certain things happen in areas uh like that type of phenomena that would just make you a curiosity to go to and maybe you experience it maybe you don't maybe cal Roddy goes and he tells me you went to this certain place and something happened i go there and absolutely nothing happens right i would just love to see if they if they actually build it out that way, which I think would be would, would be pretty cool. And space all over again in Star Citizen. Here you go. Yeah, something else to ruin me. Um, okay, and let's talk about ships in space. Uh, is there a particular go-to for you? I know you can change up ships for a lot of different reasons. Don't get me wrong. If you're going to do this, you take a medical ship. If you go to this, you take a fire. But I'm just talking about if out of all the 140-plus ships or 60-plus ships that we have in the game, uh, what is your go-to ship in the game uh, and i'll go to uh, meg this time first meg what do you got pisces rescue really yep wow it is a hundred percent without a doubt the ship i use the most okay i'm loving the c1 spirit i'm loving the aries inferno mm -hmm. um i can't wait for the apollo medivac um but definitely definitely um the pisces rescue okay okay and and if you don't mind me asking the reasons are because small quick okay agile mm -hmm. medical bed okay store shared storage which is huge i mean mm -hmm. yeah that's a good point msr doesn't have shared storage yeah so. yeah the shared storage so, yeah. is important yeah absolutely yeah and a lot yeah. of people don't even know it's on there which is really funny to me i was just doing some missions not too long ago with some people and i was telling them it's in the shared storage bin and they're like what shared storage bin? I'm like, the shared storage. And then they're going over into the personal store. No, no, the other, they didn't know. You know, a lot of people don't know that some ships do have shared storage that everybody can access. Uh, Nomad, how about you? Which ship is your ship go-to ship? MSR. MSR, I just, still. When, when, when I try to, when I decide I'm going to log out in mm -hmm. a ship instead of at, at a station or at, a, you know, on the ground, mm -hmm. I, I bed log in, uh, you know, put myself in a space, in a safe space, and and log uh, in my in my MSR. It's just a, it's a nice, comfy ship, you know. That's, you know, of course, it's my Millennium Falcon, my dream mm. ship. And uh, so I tend to, I tend to kind of want to live on that ship because it's so, it's so livable. It has the, it has the little uh, break room, and it has beds, mm -hmm. and you know, I could put a vehicle in it, and it's just. It's just kind of like a home away from home, a little, a little Winnebago type of a, of a thing. Well, I'm glad you said that because I neglected to include that in the criteria. So I do want to go back to Meg a little bit here. You know, there is that time when you will have to have a ship that you'll want to, you know, bed log in or live in. Uh, <laughs> and, and is that going to, is that the ship that you would do with your MSR? Is that the one you would do it in? Me? No, 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 Matt. Oh, yes. That is okay yes. for you. All right, Meg, let me go back to you then. If right. there's if there's that ship that you're actually living in, I mean, you could do it in that ship. Nothing against it. I'm just saying, is that would it still be that ship? Um, does it have to be ships that are in game now? No. Uh, my my dream is the Odyssey. Oh. But um, yeah, I mean, I love the MSR. Um, I just I'm salty since there's there are no crew bed logging anymore, so I just don't see like a need for a ship that has multiple beds. 
Mm. Um, I'm a very like solo, big ships are too thick type of player. Mm-hmm. Um, so like maybe this uh, the C1, mm. C1 the MSR. This is a great. This is a great. We're not arguing. We're chatting right now. Like I, the C1 is so beautiful for mm-hmm. like. There's not a lot you have to get get through. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. Yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, I, I love both ships. Um yeah. I think I mean in and, and, and that being said too, like if I choose the Pisces, it's like I can't hold a vehicle. I can't do a lot of other things. Um that's why I love the MSR. Um I saw a guy in huge chat cargo here. grid. Yeah. Sorry. So a guy in chat here saying that the MSR needs a secondary entry point. I don't know if we're ever gonna get that, but yes, I absolutely agree. That would make it absolutely perfect. Yeah. They've been talking about it, so we'll see if it happens. I know the community's been definitely asking for that. Not just that ship, but several other ones, too. Um, yeah, you know what? I forgot Danger Hobo. Thank you. I, I wasn't thinking about the fact that um, you can't do that, as far as I know of, in the in the med yeah. bed. Um, yeah, I, know, I normally make my way back to a, a port, regardless of the ship that I'm using. I think that might be why I can't say like a, a yes or no or choose a ship, just because right. I actually prefer just making sure things are good. Yeah. Um, not necessarily with... Uh, in regards to like server stability and it, is it going to crash my account for multiple days or weeks like it mm-hmm. has before? It's really mm-hmm. just like, I want to make sure I get everything offloaded. Things are looking good. Gotcha. I can log out here, come back in and I don't know. Cool. Makes um, sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Calrati, how about you? Ship of choice and uh, is keeping taking into consideration the one that you can bed log in or whatever. So to tie in those two things, um, I'm going to have to say the Vulture. I have not used a ship in space, especially one that is, you know, of that size, so extensively as I have with the Vulture. Mm. Uh, when I was doing my salvage runs and those things, no matter where I was, I would always do the work and just log out in the Vulture. And it, it's been so relaxing because, you know, mm. um, you just have to get out of bed, I know. Um, do your operations. Mm-hmm. It, pretty much, you know, your, the missions, the salvage missions are pretty much anywhere. And if you want to go on the ground or salvage in space, you can do your stuff there. If you wanted to use a vehicle like a bike or even a tumbrel or so, then you can always, of course, you can sell your um, your salvage stuff, mm-hmm. then load it up after and just use it. It's been such a lovely, lovely ship uh, that I'll I'll definitely have to you know go back to it if it's, for example, if I'm flying by myself, for instance. Okay. But definitely, definitely, I'd have to say the Vulture. That's an interesting pick. Um... I know I I know the feeling that you're talking about though because I've been out doing salvaging and I've had a wreck that was really big and something came up where I needed to stop and it was mm. literally nice. I knew I'd lose the salvage, but it was nice to know that yeah. I could just get in the bed and and just you know that was it and it was done deal. And then it's always weird when you wake up and you realize that you logged out on your ship because sometimes you get so yeah. used to logging in at stations and planets. And it's like oh shoot, I'm on my prospector, you know. Oh yeah, you know. So I like that even when I'm mining. Sometimes I'm only at 40% capacity and instead of taking the ship in, it's just, just log right here, come back, finish mining, exactly. go back with a hundred. Uh, and I'm, I'm always curious about how many players are doing that too. Cause I think sometimes players forget, they get so used to, especially if you came out of a game like Eve, you just get so used to going back to station all the time and you actually forget that, yeah, I can, I can log out right here. I don't have to go back to station unless you're doing like Meg, you know, cause sometimes your inventory stacking up, you're getting a lot of stuff in. I need to offload this stuff. You know, I do that too. Um, but we're going to see more of that as we move further, because when we start getting out into deep space where there are no stations or it's just not worth spending the time to jump all the way back, a lot of us are going to be doing bed logging later on. So, yeah, also, we also, also nice. Sorry. Okay, you know, go ahead. 
I was going to say, it's also nice because you can get geared up. And once we get like the hangers coming through, like you can get your ships geared up for other events. Like I'll have like a C1 with two or three rocks inside of it, mm -hmm. just like ready to go for mining in the future. Yeah. Um, and even being able to just like log out with those in your ship anywhere, like you were saying, is really nice. Now, do you guys set up your ship? I, I do this. I, whenever we have a patch thing, I spend the next 48 hours putting components back in and restocking ships. I mean, my ships have their weapons in the racks and everything. If you go on my Carrick, all those weapon slots are filled up. I mean, I, I do that every oh, time. Awesome. You know, now my question yeah. is, have you guys started doing that as a discipline? Like kind of knowing what configuration, like Meg, you were just saying, like maybe, you know, if you're using a Connie, there's only two gun racks on there. What are the two guns I'm going to always know that are on my Connie? You know, or I've got eight on here. I know I'm like, sometimes I'll do two P4s, two P6s, you know, two shotguns and two of this. I mean, have you guys started thinking about it from that? Cons are you starting to do that or are you still waiting to see how things go? I'll go to Nomad first on this one. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, the last time I played, which was a little while ago, but I remember I was I made a conscious effort to start doing that. That was like one of the last things I did the last time I played. It's like, you know, I really have to start organizing things in my ships, putting weapons, because up until that point, I had just been horrible at mm -hmm. logistics and and getting you know stuff that i need on board my my ship and and i was like you know what i i one day i actually logged in just to start to figure out how i'm going to start to do that and 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 start you know getting these weapons here these this you know even food items yeah you know uh 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 uh, uh pens you know mm -hmm. start stocking my ships Mm -hmm. with, with you know like uh, an inventory yeah and 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 starting to make and be mindful of it and uh, next time i'm in i'm gonna really put more effort into doing that okay cool cool meg how about you are you doing certain ships where you definitely in your inventory your ship whether they're in the racks and that doesn't make a difference do you keep a certain inventory of things like you're in your pisces you always have these things in there um i'm not with the pisces okay um, I, I do normally try to have like a bunch of stuff on me and then like I'll probably sort in the ship. So maybe that's the same thing, but, mm -hmm. um, a lot of medical stuff, mm -hmm. uh, drinks, food, double dogs, you know, mm -hmm. um, but, um, when I'm in other ships, yes, I've been trying to, whenever, whenever it's a new, new patch, mm -hmm. like I was saying earlier, like the, uh, the rocks inside yeah. the, the spirit, mm -hmm. um, taking like a Valk down to bunker missions or like whatever ship and mm -hmm. using those weapons, taking those weapons from the bunkers and mm -hmm. bringing them back instead of just like buying everything. But right. like, you're not even <clears throat> able to buy everything. Mm -hmm. um, like the FS9s, for example. Mm -hmm. And oh my gosh, mm -hmm. did y'all see the guns that the people are dropping in the new missions? I don't know if it came over to the PU. I haven't tested in PU yet from mm -hmm. uh, EPTU. Um, that new like wave, or not wave, but like one of five, uh, the bunker... You have to like do date like upload data and like make sure the, yeah, the servers are cooling. Okay, what are they um, dropping? They're dropping. Okay, now I'm forgetting. Dem Demicos. They're dropping Demicos. Oh, yeah. yeah. Demicos. How do you say it? Yeah. So I'm gonna start doing that now. Like you can't <laughs> buy those, so That's it's right. great. Like yeah. you, there's an assured place you can get these things and start stocking up. Yeah. Every seat has a Demico, or maybe like the left side has something, right side has the other. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I know people suck up their carries and stuff, but I've tried. I've tried to do that. Mm. Um. Or just make sure I have my set of stuff, bunch of ammo, things like that from bunkers. But nice, nice. Kalradi, oh, I'm. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm excited to hear. Oh, sorry, I know he's already going to talk, but I'm excited to hear what he has to say, especially okay. if it's about the vulture. <laughs> 
Yeah, so the Vulture, in addition to two other ships that I usually frequent with, mm -hmm. um, for the Vulture, I usually go with a P6LR and a P4AR. Mm -hmm. um, mainly because, for example, if I'm doing, let's say I'm doing a salvage mission, but I just, before going or going back to the base, or if I haven't really gotten or seen any kind of um, uh, salvage missions that are of my liking or mm -hmm. aren't too close, mm -hmm. then I'll just do it. Bunker missions right. or you know those um on the ground mm -hmm. um, as a result especially if the ones are uh, if they're open i would tend to typically use one of the some of the long range weapons like mm -hmm. the or the um uh the uh the sr 71 or the s71 71 yep. yeah those are my weapons those are my um, two <laughs> yeah and i would sometimes have a r9 not the r97 but the um, c54 as a backup but that P6LR and the P4AR are typically the ones that I normally go with, no matter what the ship yeah. may be. And then I have a backup like a C54 or the um, S71. So those are my typical ships. I don't actually go with suppressors because, hey, if you see me, then cool. You're just going to go gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've... I'm surprised you don't use suppressors for the tower missions. No, I've never used suppressors in a long time. <laughs> well, wow. interesting. Yeah, I use I used to C fifty four used to be my go to also because you used to find them just all over bunkers back in the day, so it was easy to get the ammo. Then I went from that to the P sixes, and I used that for the longest time. And then I totally shifted into the S seventy one recently, along with either a P six or my secondary one would be a AO three. Um, I'll, I'll go to that too. Um, but having that extra range, especially you know, just being able to see distance is always great. Um, and uh, what else was it? There was one other thing when you just mentioned. Oh, I'm also a big fan of the Aztec and the Ubarovs. Um, oh, if, if you get the bunkers and you've got several people standing around each other and you hit them with that, it zaps them all at the same time. And it has great range on it, the Aztec rifle does. A lot of people don't use it because they don't like it, but I, I love that thing. Um, okay, so that was it on ship. Oh, my ship, uh, still to this day, uh, Origin 100 series, the 135C. Um, it's got cargo space in it. Uh, and also the fact that uh, its fuel efficiency is ridiculously good. Um, it has that air system in it, so you don't burn off a lot of hydrogen, and it's fast, zippy, like Meg was saying about the Pisces. In and out of atmosphere, no time flat, small footprint, small target to be shot at. Uh, love it, love it, love it, love it. So I'm still on that ship to this day. This is my jump around ship. Okay, let's move on to our next one here. We're talking about ground now. Um, I don't know why I've got orbital there because that shouldn't say orbital. That should say planet. Um, let's talk about <clears throat> if there's any particular moons, planets, anything like that. It shouldn't say orbital, so I'm going to change that. That you like going to. Um, you mentioned about bunkers, for example, Colorado. So maybe there's a particular place that you prefer, you know, prefer going. Uh, maybe it's just because it's a beautiful place and you like going there. Or you're looking forward to what's going to happen in those particular areas. Uh, so let's go to uh, Nomad. I'm going to start with you this time on this one. When it comes to ground, um, is there any particular moon, planet, whether it, we have it in the system or not right now, that you are interested in? Not really. Uh, I just go where 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 they send me. Okay. You know, um, you know whatever mission, you know, I, that's honestly, I've never really thought about a favorite place to go other than base of operations. Okay. Uh, um but no, I usually just, you know, where do you want me to go? And I'll go and uh, and do whatever mission is there. Mm -hmm. But that's interesting, you know. Mm -hmm. And but but if there were mm -hmm. a place, 
I would I would opt to go to that tropical paradise. Mm, I think okay. I would. I, I want my tropical paradise paradise somehow somewhere. Okay. Now let me ask <laughs> you, know. you a question. I mean, how did you feel when you when they started implementing since you mentioned you're at, you know, uh, New Babbage with Microtech, when they put in the rivers, I mean, the only thing, the reason why it's not what you're talking about, it's got beautiful flowers and great landscapes, oh. but but it's also freaking 30 below zero. So that's kind of yeah. the, the kicker there, right? But I mean, yeah. would you want to see something that's a lot more lush than that, uh, barring the temperature? Okay, okay. Absolutely. I want, I want to live in, you know, Hawaii. Okay. You know? Like, okay. I wish there was, you know, a, a place that looked like my that looked like new Babbage, but mm -hmm. in a lush tropical, and I, I've said this before, mm -hmm. uh, but in a lush tropical atmosphere, I want to see toucans or alien toucans, you know, okay. flying around. <laughs> and, and it's just like, oh, I would, oh, I would love that. I would love that. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, probably the toucans we'll have will probably bite your nose off if you, uh, yeah, probably. if you probably have one of those, but uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I get, I get where you're going. Um, yeah. Meg, I'm gonna go to you next on that. Any particular planet or moon that you like going to right now to do things? Um, I like going around Daymar. Okay. I like taking like screenshots and stuff around there. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I really like the colors. Now, and... Daymar still has the wrecks there too, though, right? Aren't there the wreck? Isn't yeah. that where the wrecks are? So you've got the is the javelin wreck still there? It is, Calrati. Yeah. The big one. Have you seen it there, Yo-Yo? Yeah. Okay. And the six hundred I. I don't. I can't remember. It's been so long since I've done those missions. Jeez. The, the six hundred I. Yeah. The six hundred I mission MSR. is there, right? Okay. The MS, Oh, and the MSR. Yeah, it's the same site. Wait a minute. It's the same site. The six hundred. Yeah. The 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 six hundred I is like in the ground, split in half. The MSR is like a little bit away. A little bit further away. Okay. I, oh, I thought yeah. you meant like literally. It's like the, the same, same area. Side, like same you could area. walk to it. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Calrati, how about you? Planet or moon? Whether in the system now or not? Before I say that, coincidentally, I completely forgot about that mission with respect to this, to the to the six hundred I mission, and I always told myself that I would go back and do it a second time, but <laughs> I forgot. So no, that's you. <laughs> But um, yeah, so currently I'm, for some reason, I'm really, really liking um, the, the POIs around Orison again, mm. uh, because I really like moving through those zones, mm -hmm. um, you know, the Pelerade missions. Uh, but other than that, you know, two distinct places and biomes specifically that I really like, uh, that's the one on Aberdeen. I've always been in love with that dead kind of atmosphere <laughs> where it's all, you know, bleak and, and foggy and those things. And you don't know if you're going to uh, crash when you go down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, love, <laughs> I love that. And um, I always, I also like how they have um, increased the forestry around Microtech. Mm -hmm. Yes. So yes. We really like that. And I, you know, I remember doing one mission. Uh, I can't remember the specific name of the POI. That's where the, the um, Which claimer, Ghost Hollow? Um, Ghost Hollow? Yes. Ghost Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I landed my, my vulture there and I was taking out, you know, the perfect ship or perfect vehicle for the vulture, which is the X1, right? And I was just, you know, driving through and on my way to Ghost Hollow and I was just going through trees, man. And it mm -hmm. was just terrific. It was just spectacular. Mm -hmm. And those are the kind of things that I love, particularly, you know, if the, if the biome gives me some kind of challenge, yeah. um, that's, spe that's specifically what I'm really looking for. 
Yeah, I'd have to say that uh, even though I'm not at Microtech, I love, as you mentioned, and years ago, we remember at one point they did, the forestry was much denser. I remember I used to go to yeah. Cal Calhoun Point or whatever it's called, and that was a really secluded place. Then it, like, it's like the it's like the lumberjacks came in. It's just like, whoosh, all the trees were gone. <laughs> and then they started implementing them back in. And now, like you said, even when we got Ghost Hollow the first time, frame rates were horrible when you went there. Yeah, uh, but, it, but it is balancing out now. You go in now, you don't have the problems. And it is really, really nice. It gets pretty dense in there, too. We tried to go in with a couple of, uh, what's that thing, the AA, the, the new AA thing, the track vehicle that came out? Oh, um, the... Um... The storms. Yeah, we tried to go in there. Man, those things got hung up on logs. We had to abandon them. It was like really bad oh, trying to get them in. Yeah, they, they couldn't get past logs and stuff because it gets dense. It gets really dense in there. Um, so it is interesting to see when you have a challenging biome, how to get in. You may think that you're going to, oh, we'll take such and such, such and such, then to only get there and find out that, you know, it's not like these things are going to knock down trees. You know, you're, you're kind of stuck and you have to get out and start walking. So uh, yeah. very, very cool stuff. Okay. Vehicles. Let's talk about that. What's your favorite vehicle? Whether it's a bike, whether it's a, a tumbrel, a four wheeler, uh, whether it's one of the transport. We'll talk about transports in a second. So stay away from transports. But let's deal with just the four wheels and the bikes. Um, let me go to you, Cal Roddy. What's your favorite and why? Yeah. So I would have to say the CNOU quad um, okay. uh, quad hover bike, um, mainly because of how well it feels to actually um, particularly race. I really like using it for gravel lab races. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, in addition to that, I also enjoy using the Tumbrel, uh, specifically just the stock one. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, I also like using the STB. STB, um, I don't use it as much, but I know that when I do use it, it actually fulfills the purpose that I, you know, I'm looking for. And that's mm -hmm. just to store stuff if it's two weapons on either side. Um, and, of course, it allows me to store certain packages at the very back. And it has its own, you know, little kind of... Uh, uh, internal um, storage as well. So that was those my, are the type of vehicles that I really look. I was going to ask you: Do you utilize those features that are on the vehicle? You know, because they have some things. Some of these bikes have storage, or they have a, a weapons yeah. rack on them, and everything. And you do utilize those. Oh yeah, most definitely, most okay. definitely. Because for example, um, that's why I'm looking forward to you know there being more. I remember in the SCL and ISC, where I think it was James. I can't remember his name. He had talked about the FedEx-like operations, mm -hmm. and I'm really wanting that to exist so I can make use of the new Because I think that, you know, that's where its use is going to be. It's going to, you know, I hope at least that its use is going to spike up a lot because it's a really cool ship, you know, mainly because it has and can support uh, one SCU in the front, right. one SCU in the back, right. underneath, and there was one eight SCUs on the side, and it has its own personal storage. So I really hope, you know, the introduction of those distributions let me ask you guys a question. CIG has told us that, you know, whether this happens or not, guys, we don't know, but we know it's come up in conversations before that, for example, when you're flying a ship, there will be certain things that you won't be able to wear. You won't be able to wear heavy armor and pilot a ship, for example. Um, and I'm wondering whether or not it'll get to a point that if you're piloting in a ship, uh, they may not even let you wear medium armor. I, I know people will flip if that happens, but I'm just saying that. And, and I'm saying that, Jangloff, thank you for that follow. We appreciate that. Um, I'm, I'm saying this because CIG is building all these storage things. Like if you go on my 315, this is no joke. If you go on my 315, as soon as you get on, you're going to look to the right and you're going to see there's the coffee maker, there's the, um, the food processor. You're going to see two candy bars and two apples sitting up there. And if you look in the refrigerator, you're going to see four bottles of juice down there. 
And then you're going to go to the gun rack and you're going to see two guns on those gun racks. And then you're going to see two pistols at the top of that. But there is also a door there that has a hanger on it and it's a closet. And if you open that up, there's another area for ship storage. And if you go in there, you're going to see all my civilian clothes in there. And then if you go to my regular ship storage, you're going to see my armor and, you know, my med pins and all that stuff. Now, the reason why I'm saying all this is, do you think CIG is actually going to reduce our personal inventory? So that it forces us to have to use these spaces and choose what it is you can bring. Because right now, Cal Roddy, you can put two rifles on the side of that STV, but you can also still have two rifles on your back. Do you think the CIG is going to make it so that the, you can't drive with two rifles on your back? You're going to have to take them off and put them on the sides of the vehicle before you get in and drive. Or do you think that they'll let us still be able to carry four rifles with us when we're traveling? I think eventually, but um, depending on all the other auxiliary systems that need to come online mm -hmm. to kind of not make us, you know, want to stop playing the game. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's not going to come in too soon, right? Mm -hmm. But um, I do think, and because, for example, I tend to try to do those things too, even with the Vulture, when I was using the Vulture, I was utilizing or tried to kind of, I was trying to like put myself in the situation where, okay, I would decouple myself mm -hmm. from my backpack, my weapons as mm -hmm. much as possible mm -hmm. to try and kind of have an idea of, Okay, am I getting tired putting this on, putting, putting mm -hmm. this, taking this off again and again and again? And I, depending on the amount of activity that that I had in the area, I wasn't. Yeah, but I think eventually it wouldn't, it shouldn't be too bad if they had that kind of restriction. Mm. Okay, how would you feel about it, Nomad? If they, do you think that they'll, do you think that they'll still leave it somewhere in the middle, or do you think they really will go with the fact that these weapon racks are here for you to put your weapons on them? I think they're going to commit to that. Um, I've heard that there were problems with it. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure they'll they'll get ironed out, but but yeah, you know, I th I think uh, I think they'll commit to that. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Since persistence, I started doing this. And by the way, in case y'all didn't do it, I feel sorry for you if you didn't. You guys remember at IAE last year, they at the last day they sold weapons and armor. Remember that that you could buy at the convention center. Oh yeah. Yeah. I bought twenty P sixes, twenty. <laughs> 20 <laughs> grenade launchers, 20 rail guns, and guess what? Them suckers stayed persistent. I got a ton of them. A lot wow. of people <laughs> didn't pay attention. Uh, and guess what? Now you got to go find them suckers in loot boxes. So <laughs> I'm just telling you now, if they do that sale again, <laughs> yeah. at IA, once I knew persistence was in, I was like, you know what? I'll spend a half million right now to see if these suckers stay, and they have stayed. I, I still have them. So they, right. they do not go away. So just for yeah. persistence sake. Um, Meg, what about you? Do you, um, do you think that they'll make it so that we will actually have to, you know, you can still keep your sidearm on, but you, you, you know, you got to take that backpack off and you, know, you can't sit down and fly. Do you think that they'll let us still do that? Or do you think they're going to make us take them off? Hopefully, hopefully they can take all of that off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Fair. I mean, we want immersion, don't we? That is kind of yeah. weird that Some we people have all of that on. You don't, it's weird. Some people think that's too much. I'm sure. I'm sure there's going to be people who think, I don't want to, every time I get off the ship, have to take my backpack off. I, I'm telling you, I'm, if they tell you you got to wear a flight suit, that's why it's called a flight suit. Hey, I guarantee you. Do you think <laughs> that they'll change the armor that we we can wear in uh, land vehicles as well? Mm, okay, now you're opening up a whole another kettle of fish. I'm not going to even I'm go there. Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> Because I don't know. I honestly don't know. That's a good question. It's a good question. We'll have to see. If somebody says CIG is going to make us take a shower and go to the bathroom, why not, right? Okay, yeah. so we'll see what happens. I don't know. Okay. 
All right, we're going to go ahead and get, oh, and transports real quick. Uh, when you've done stuff with groups of people, what's your thing that you like to transport in? Now, mind you, even though I have grounds here, I'm going to leave this available for when you're with a group of people. You mentioned earlier, for example, Meg, like taking the Valkyrie out, right? Uh, do you use the Cuddy Steel? Do you use the Centurion? What do you guys use? Or Ursa? What do you guys use when you've got a group of people? And, you know, it's kind of funny because I'm always interested in people's gameplay methods, right? And there are some people who can play cooperatively. Some people still play solo, even when they're playing with a group of people. So mm. let me give it to you that aspect of, let's say when you are grouped together, you all have agreed to get in something. And I'm not talking about just because you need a ride. I'm talking about because you're doing something. What, 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 what would be your pick? And Meg, I'll start with you. Oh uh, yeah, definitely the Spartan, right? That's the one that holds mm -hmm. a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely the Spartan. It, it would depend on the number of people. I think okay. it would probably go from like STV to Tumbrel, um, specifically like probably the one with the either the gun or the extra, just the empty in the back. I think that's the, the normal one, but mm -hmm. that one's kind of cheeks if you, that's how you use it. But the <laughs> the turret is awesome, and then like probably moving up Ursa, Spartan. Just like I feel like too big, too big, mm -hmm. like how how in-depth are you planning like mm -hmm. um do you want a huge footprint with the spartans or are you trying to do like something smaller mm -hmm. um because is, is there there are so many tumbrels i yeah. found that out at iae this yeah. past year mm -hmm. i did not know there were so many tumbrels mm -hmm. um, yeah each one has its own role like, yeah. yeah yeah and like different signatures i don't know if that's correct i don't know but mm -hmm. yeah um the tumbrels are fire i think the spartan though is the spartan in the group would be really setting. cool to get Full, like just like the Valk to get that fully crude, mm -hmm. which is so freaking cool. Okay, fair. Kalradi, what about you? Which uh, for your transport? Uh, so definitely the Ursa Rover. Um, I haven't used it as extensively, mm -hmm. but I still have a lot of um, attraction to it. Okay, and I still have a lot of hope that we can get some kind of um, medical kind of mm -hmm. Ursa Rover, Ursa Rover version of it. In terms of you know, they can limit. On the other, on one side, or even you know, just make use of the back portion, mm -hmm. um, you know, where it has a bed and have a little bit of transportation seats, um, just next to it. But I do dig the um, the rover because of the amount of seats and everything, and of course, it's pretty secure, you know, with you know adequate firepower. Mm -hmm. um, particularly since you know we're getting into utilizing more and more of the whole ground experience. So mm -hmm. if I have to make a break. An okayish, you know, journey mm -hmm. my ship to a POI. Okay, I have a security there, and it's not too large, you know, not too small either, but enough to house enough people for a rescue or something like that. Right. Okay. Nomad, how about you for transport, either vehicle or or air? Which one do you like? What do you like using? Uh, yeah, I have to agree with a Calradi. I, I love I love my my Ursa Rover. Okay. Um, you know, I I use it. Uh, for I remember uh, I got in mine and I just went in a direction on a planet for about an hour and just drove and just explored mm. and um, and I really I really like the look of it mm -hmm. and just I just you know and and you know that that brings up an, an interesting thing because uh, I just noticed I just realized that when I do actually do stuff with my org mm -hmm. i don't think we've ever used a ground vehicle everything is air mm. is air transport and it's like you know mm. we've never driven anywhere yeah. but that's just the way my org works yeah but uh but yeah for me personally i like to drive my my ursa okay well let me tell you that might change because they have stepped up them turrets 
Kusanagi is telling you. And uh, it takes a lot longer to take them down now. So it actually would be it actually would be faster to land and drive in with with a vehicle. It honestly would be than it does to take turrets out now. They're 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 no joke now. So you know some people might yes, and it might some people might start doing it. Unfortunately, we don't. Now I've been now what we have been wanting to do, especially when we've been doing the uh, the towers over at Orison. Uh, and we keep saying it and we always never either do it or we don't have somebody who has one. We've been wanting, and I know y'all gonna laugh, straight chat. We've been wanting to jump into Cuddy Steel because, you know, a lot of times you arrive there and the people are on the rooftops and stuff. And we like, you know what, let's see if this thing actually can do something, you know? Um, and we haven't had a chance to do it, but we did it once in the Valk and the Valk was great, you know? So I'm still curious. By the way, guys, we need to do that, y'all. Maybe we'll do that tonight. Um, but we we want to talk about taking cut of steel to see if it would actually be worth it with all those side guns and stuff to go out there and nail down people and do some suppression before we land. I would love to try it out and see what happens. So, okay, that's it on transports. Let's move on to the next category. PVE, PVP, ships and ship weapons. Uh, let's cover the, uh, we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, uh, but for your PVP, PVE, um, Let's see, let's see, we didn't talk about okay. Let me let me let me include in that, uh, like bunkers and stuff like that. Okay, so for ground stuff, when you guys are going into a bunker or you're doing a mission or whatever on foot, uh, Calrati weapons of choice pistol and rifle, whether you can use grenades, whatever, whatever you use, whatever you suit up with, what would it be? So for the pistol, I always go with the LH86. Um, for the, I actually, yeah. So since I've been stocking wait, 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 wait. grenades, wait, 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 you've always gone with the LHA six. You go with it after the refix of it, or did you, have you always been loyal to it? Only after. Only okay. After. Okay. All right. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, what were you using before like, that? I've been using that now. It's been, mwah, what were you using before that? What were you using before that? Uh, before that I was using the, um, either the Coda or the 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 uberf right okay. more so on the uberf or the um oh man uh i can't remember the name of the it was it's a sleek slenderish kind of gun oh the 50 mil the um, 50 cal uh the yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah um come on chat help us remember. out um I can't remember that, but that one yeah yeah i've been going okay, with that one i got you um and of course you know the well for bunker missions especially i would normally go with the um the p4ar and the c54 okay um i would still carry some custodian ammo uh-huh. uh because you know a, a lot of the nine tails would be carrying custodian um weapons and i would just keep uh either s71 in my ship you mm-hmm. know in case i was using like a I, I was going into a cave okay or i required some kind of long-range experience you know so okay yeah what else are you suiting up with? Grenades? What type of med pin? Oxygen pin? Detox? Oh, right. You take so, anything else with you? Med definitely, guns? definitely all med pens, all um, hemozole med pens. Mm-hmm. Um, I would sometimes, usually tend to challenge myself and just go with light armor to see how well I can last because I'm trying to see how well I can survive in terms of you know injuries and stuff. Okay. So I would either go with that or just straight out heavy armor if I, especially if I'm doing the Orison missions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other than that. I would always go with the med gun. I would keep the uh, you know my utility tractor beam in my pocket, but I would always just either pre-stock um, or pre-administer my you know some kind of administ- administration like the sterogen and the um, and the maxitrine mm-hmm. before going in case I'm hit. I already have that drugged up. So yeah, and okay, ooh, did something to us. Oh, subs. 
Yeah, yes, DK, DK Wildcat. Wildcat. Yeah, thank you, DK. Appreciate that. 22 months. Okay, okay, okay cool. Uh, do you use grenades? Flares? Mm, not flares. Not flares. I don't trust them. <laughs> because where I'm going sometimes, give I don't away, like to be Give yourself away? <laughs> exactly. Okay, I don't enough. trust them. Fair enough. So grenades sometimes, okay. um, especially if I'm, you know, if I can uh, just throw something away, or if, especially if I'm injured. Mm. If I feel cornered, I would definitely try to use the grenades um, okay. at some of those missions there. But yeah. Okay. All right. Nomad, how about you? Any particular pistol, rifle, shotgun, any stuff like that with you? Do you take med pins or do you prefer the med gun, multi-kit, multi-tool, whatever? What do you take? Uh, I try to stock uh, a multi-tool. Okay. Uh, I tend to want to go with we weapons that are laser weapons because I am a wasteful ammo. <laughs> so you're energy weapon person, and, okay? Yeah, I am a and 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 then on top of that, I like to go with machine guns. And there seems to be a, a preponderance of shotguns and <laughs> grenade launchers and sniper rifles. And so when I want to get like uh, just a submachine gun. Is 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 the ratio that small? Because I could never find. I find like one machine gun. Maybe I'm just looking wrong. But everything else I see on a rack, shotgun, 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 sniper, 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 shotgun, yeah. shotgun, shotgun. shotgun. Well, you know? And I I I dance with glee when I find a a submachine gun, <laughs> and I'm, and it's an energy submachine gun. Yeah. I'm like, yes, that's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. they did do the thing where they reallocated weapons throughout the verse. Certain stores have certain things, and there's some stuff that's okay. just just lootable only, you know. Right, right. So right. you know, it is kind of like sometimes you have to check and see. Sometimes it might be out there, Crew L three or something like that, and that's where you have to go to right. get it. And other times, like how Roddy said, get your storage box and go to the bunker and start, you know, loading up from there. It's all kind of depends. Right. Yeah. And I'm I'm trying to get more disciplined with taking uh with take you know make sure I have med pens. And uh, and 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 proper reloads for those, because mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I just I just neglect and forget, and I have like oh I have one, <laughs> you know, and then uh, yeah, so I'm trying to I'm trying to be more disciplined in in getting that kind of thing done. Okay, okay, Meg, how about you? Do you take any extras? Well, first of all, pistol, rifle, shotgun, all that stuff. Med kits. What do you, what do you take with you? It depends. Am I? Uh... Just getting started did i just die <laughs> am i going in there prepared okay sometimes i go in there naked and i uh, knock people out <laughs> to the store right stuff. right but, right, uh, right normally i i take their fs9 steal their ammo okay. um if i'm prepared i'll take um that thick tractor beam and then i go double med guns three depending on the armor size three mm. to four med pens um did you know that there's a new, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it's new, maybe like a couple patches ago, but like there's a new like red pen that's like something else that doesn't really heal you. Yeah. They slipped uh, that in there. Or something, I think, or, oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've died because of that yeah. sucker. But just FYI, <laughs> oh, in case. Well, see, I don't, you know, there were two things for things that you guys have to correct me because I thought, I thought that at one point they made it where med pins only stopped your bleeding and they didn't do healing on you. And then it seemed like, no, you use a med pen and it does heal you. Now, I always seem like I almost have to hit myself twice with a med pen. The first one stops the bleeding and then the second one raises my health up a little bit. But, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with the whole med pen thing later because mm -hmm. 
I really think that med pin should only be there to stop you from bleeding. I think mm -hmm. that's that, that's what their function should be. Um, Hemazol should stop your bleeding. Um, and and um, and then there still should be almost a timer to a certain degree. Um, because when you use some of the other med pins and you guys know you get drugged up, you know, there's a time frame that thing that thing's counting down. So if you all of a sudden can't use your right arm, you shoot yourself with the particular medicine you need, you can use your arm, but it's ticking down and it might take four minutes, mm -hmm. six minutes, and then eventually your arm stops working. So unless someone, you you know, go get on a med bed or something like that, to me, that's the way it should be finally fixed. Um, so I, the, the idea of med pins being what they are, I think they should stop bleeding, but wherever, if you've dropped down to 68%, you should still be at 68%. Now, if somebody comes up to you with a med gun, mm -hmm. I think that they should be able to do something, or if you have a med gun, but pins should just be very focused, not to, because I was watching Paul's show last night and they were talking about, I think HC Vertigo was saying, he'll just carry pins with him all the time. And every time he gets shot, he just keeps hitting himself with a pin and it's difficult to kill him. But if it stops bleeding, and you guys know what it takes to bring out a med gun and use it on yourself, right? That ain't no quick yeah. response. You know, you got to take it out, get it out, put it on advance, put it on medium, push B, hit yourself, put it, you know, you know there's some more work involved. Now, or someone else has to play medical for you, medic for you and do it, right? Uh, I don't know if CIG is going to do that, but we'll we'll see what happens. I hope CIG y'all do that. Um, CIG, CIG. Yeah. So so Meg, what is when you when you are able to suit up with? We could pick whatever you want. What's your favorite yeah. pistol? What's your favorite rifle? Um, the LH86 is nice. I feel like it runs out of ammo so quickly though. Yeah, I think yeah, I think yeah, it's the machine gun in the hand. That's all that yeah. thing is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I like using the FS9 with the red dot sight and uh, like okay. the one times is it Delta? I don't remember. And then the suppressor. Mm -hmm. Um. And then that huge tractor beam on my that goes on your the back. Big one. Uh -huh. And then uh yeah, I'll go double med gun, maxed out on med pens, okay. and then I'll loot for like the green juice that goes into the, the mm -hmm. paramed refills mm -hmm. yep, yep. and loot for more med pens, just stay stocked. Yep, yep. Um Okay. And I yeah, I, I, I usually just go with that. Nice. I started out with the arc light from the very beginning because that was the first thing they ever gave us and I loved it. But then I started liking other stuff. And then I the last one I've been with was been the Uberoff, but now I've gone back like you, Calrati. Since they revamped the arc light, I'm back to the arc light now. So I, it is really uh, good. So I started using yeah, that. It is. It is. Um, I think it's a double double fire or something yep, like that. Yep. Or? It is very very nice now. So I'm going back to that. And then uh, I've been using, like I mentioned earlier, uh, S70 F71 is definitely the rifle I love on it because it comes with the scope and everything. It's ready to go. Uh, and then the P6, same thing, comes with the scope, ready to go. Uh, I'll take an AL3 also anytime, and I'll take a Uberov anytime. Um, but yeah. That's pretty much my stuff for PvP, PvE when it comes to being on the ground. Uh, for ships, when you guys are going into combat, is there just some people distinguish ships, you know, this certain ship and weapons is good for PvE versus PvP. Some people use the same ship for this mm -hmm. for both. Uh, let me go to you, Cal Roddy, first. Um, what's your preferred ship and weapons? Uh, if you're, well, you know what, let's see. Let's say ship and weapons. We'll combine this one, okay? For combat. Yeah, so, so uh, for PvE, because right now I've been doing some, um, these missions the bounty mission pve um missions there you know on mm -hmm. the hard and hard um level mm -hmm. i've actually been using the um the aries ion uh, it's, mm. it's the first time i'm actually using it on live okay and it's you know based on their latest improvements it's been really really useful okay. and especially you know one of the things that i really wanted to um see it shine in was that whole sniper-esque kind of experience when mm -hmm. it comes to 
you know, precision targeting. And mm-hmm. then lo and behold, um, you know, precision targeting is coming into the game mm-hmm. in 3.23. So I really hope that, you know, that chip, the you know, single shot, high power, mm-hmm. and potentially higher range, um, of course, with some fall off as well, mm-hmm. uh, can, you know, really show how effective that kind of ship can be okay. when it comes to precision targeting. Okay. Um, for PvP, it's still between the Gladius, but, you know, the more I play Master Modes, um, the more I'm seeing a difference, especially with respect to going up against different persons mm-hmm. at the same time versus, you know, one person. So it's usually either the, the Gladius or um, the F7, um, the F7M, mm. or perhaps the Vanguard Ward, um, especially mm. in that mode. So making a big difference right now. So, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Nomad, going to you on this one. Uh Favorite ship if you're going into combat, if you know you're going to fight somebody, and is there any particular weapon you like having on your... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't ask you about your ship weapon, Calrati. Is there any particular ship weapons? Oh, yeah. Um, so right now it's still laser repeaters. Okay. Uh, I don't normally tend to go with ballistics just yet. Okay. Um, but yeah, just laser repeaters. Laser repeaters. So we're talking the... Yeah, the... Um, usually Panthers. Usually Panthers. Okay, cool. All right, Nomad. Sorry, it's on you now. Favorite ship for combat and uh, any type of ship weapon in particular? Uh, okay, for well, for PvP, um, I'm a chicken, so I don't use it. Uh, I mean, unless unless I'm with my org. Okay. But basically, I would just go with my Vanguard Ward PVE PvP. Okay. Uh, and and laser and laser weapons again. I don't want to run out mm-hmm. of uh, <clears throat> of of ballistics. So any any kind of powerful laser weapon, whatever I can fit on it, and uh, and go with my Vanguard Ward. You know, with it, with it, if I'm gonna be by myself and do a PV, PVE, or if I'm gonna do something with my org, I usually that's usually what I jump in. Nice, nice. Okay, Meg, how about you? Um, so for PVE, I'm really liking the Aries Inferno. Mm-hmm. Um, for and I, I, I just, I use that Gatling. <laughs> no, no, no weapons necessary. Um, but the for PVP, uh-huh. um, if I'm alone, um, mostly the F8C. Um, with FL-22s or FL-33s. Or, sorry, it'd be both. It's both. FL-22s and FL-33s. Um, or the Scorpius, if I have another person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to put uh, distortions on there. I, I forget what they're called. NDB-30s, mm-hmm. I think. And then um, Panthers. Um, and... Oh, the DX yeah. weapons. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... If I have like, if there are more people than that, I really like uh, uh, the Redeemer for PvP. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Uh, let me reverse this question back because I kind of came at you guys with a question from an angle of solo. But based on what Meg just said, Calrati, when you're group playing, is there a ship that you like getting in with a group? Like, like let's say you're going to go out and do the. Nine tails or something, or but you're with a group and you're all going to be on a ship. What, what what do you pick? Yeah. So, oh man. So, I was originally I w- I would have said, for example, the um, the hammerhead or okay. something smaller. Um, it would have been like the Connie, but since the precision targeting mode came, um, was shown, mm-hmm. I've been more so thinking about okay, what's a good ship that isn't vulnerable. Or isn't as vulnerable <laughs> in terms of um, you know having its you know thrusters shut off or mm-hmm. its turrets too vulnerable and those things. So mm-hmm. um, I'm still up in the air about that. 
Um, and the more I think about it, the more I regress into like a smaller multi-crew ship like the Vanguard Warden, which has you know just one turret, um, but also maybe like the Hurricane and such. But if we're talking larger, mm -hmm. then I'm gonna have to risk it and say the either the the Andromeda with its two turrets, okay, or we're talking the Redeemer definitely. Um, okay. I don't know, you know, I can't remember where you know the vulnerable sections are in terms of its weak points, mm -hmm. but um, once you have a good pilot and everything, then I think, you know, it's going to be a good experience. But, yeah, definitely those ships. That's interesting. These days, i got to pick up a Redeemer. really do. I that's, really like that ship. That's interesting. No, man, I'm going to go to you. Group ship. Group of friends getting together, going out to create some chaos. What are you going to jump in? My org usually tends to gravitate towards Hammerheads. Okay. Yeah. Either Hammerhead or either Hammerhead or uh, a, uh, a Carrick. Okay. But, they tend, they tend, we tend to want to gather on, on a, on a hammerhead okay. and coordinate attacks like that. Okay. It's interesting. Nobody said the Corsair. And that was the ship yeah. that a lot of people looked forward to using Jeez. in group. And uh, even though there are people who do enjoy using it, but I'm surprised none of you guys uh, opted for the Corsair. Um, I don't own one, so I'm not saying I would pick one. I'm just kind of curious. Uh, the Redeemer still has its, uh, its ground. For me, it's going to be the Valkyrie. I, I enjoy the Valkyrie. It, it's a, it's a, it's a tough little thing. It can take a little punishment, especially from ground targets and stuff. Um, fully manned ships like that. I, I love being able to be on and, uh, being able to do some damage with those. So that would be my pick. Okay. What about the, uh, retaliator? Well, now you're getting into another area. Uh, I have oh. not been on. Okay. In, again, Meg, this was way back when the, the retaliator always had so much promise. And it was also the worst when it came to turrets back in the day. It was the yeah. worst. I mean, the turrets were, I mean, you just feel like you were just spinning around like on a <laughs> carnival ride in those bad fellas. And then, and then they started fixing them, right? And over the years, they've been making them better and better. Now, I heard recently the Retaliator is deadly. I just have not been it's in it so, and done a, a, a crude, a crude tally. But I heard it's pretty good now. Uh, it's it's it, not really good pilot. Same with the hammerhead. Oh though. yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah! Like, oh yeah! Really you got to have a pilot. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. yeah. You know, it's interesting because this is where cooperative play is really important, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, you really have to have somebody who's thinking about you know your your people who are in your gun positions and everything else. I'll tell you another ship that's a monster. If you ain't careful, don't let it fool you. It's got its vulnerability, but that freaking A two, that thing's a flying fortress. All the guns mm -hmm. on that thing on the bottom. It, it, forget. I mean, the bomb is one thing, but. If you've got everybody in the guns on an A2 yeah. firing down, it's rough. It really is rough. So, um, yeah, okay, that that's that. Um, let's see. The last question I'm going to ask you guys is, what is your favorite type of mission that you enjoy doing in the game? What is the thing, or even if it's not in the game right now, what is the thing you're looking forward to doing that you'd have to literally prepare for? In other words, you know, you've got it, like, even if it's going ex exploring, you know, you're going to have to do certain things, food, medical supplies, uh, things like that. What type of crew you're going to need? What's the thing that you're looking forward to really being able to go into the verse and do, uh, you know, that you got to get yourself prepared and ready for? Because right now we know that we got persistent hangers getting ready to come in. We'll be able to store things. Uh, and like even now when you go into Arena Commander now, now you can do Arena Commander with friends, you know. So you're going to have to be thinking about logistics in an entirely different way pretty soon when it comes to going out in the verse. So... Let me go to Nomad first on this one. Nomad, what type of thing are you wanting to do where you're going to have to prep and get ready, you know, get all stocked up before you head out? Uh, uh, 
oh my god my brain just went blank uh exploration exploration and, and then and then i'm really looking forward to data running mm. data running whatever whatever however that's going to manifest itself mm -hmm. i don't know what that's going to mean and how the mechanics are going to work mm -hmm. but it seems like that's something that's very interesting uh and you know again i love my msr i want to put it to use yeah and that's you know i want to i want to fill up those server racks and see what what kind of gameplay they are preparing for that yeah. so uh if there's some type of preparation of those if i have to go back and do something to those servers mm -hmm. to that's prepare mm -hmm. that would be really cool gameplay yeah but that that and and exploration however that's going to uh manifest itself I was going to say the exact same thing. You and I were thinking the same thing. What's going to be the mechanics behind it? You know, it's, it's not going to be just a simple, obviously CIG is not going to make it as simple as push a button and here's your data. You know, there's going to have yeah, to be yeah, something that takes place, whether there's, you know, cartridges or something that you got to put into servers. I mean, even though we got those little small USB thingies, I think it's going to be way more engaging and more involved in that. Um, yeah. Cause I know like on ships, like one of the ships we don't talk about is the Herald. The Herald has all those external CPUs that are outside of it, right? And you've got all the computers on the inside. So I'm curious about whether maintenance will either have to be a factor. Like we've looked at it on components for like, you know, shields and things like that. But will there also be some form of maintenance that has to take place to make sure that all those computer systems and rigs stay up to, you know, up to snuff for you to use them? You know, will they fail? You know, so it'll be interesting right. to see what, what you have to do to prepare to do that type of mission. That's a good one. Um, Calrati, I'll go to you. What, uh, what is it you want to do in the game that you know you're going to have to, you know, to think about logistics and prepare for when you go out to, into the verse? Yeah. So even though I love my action, mm -hmm. right, I love getting a, a target painted on my back. I really, really, really look forward to cargo hauling. Mm -hmm. I did it extensively in Microsoft Freelancer mm -hmm. and the discovery mod, um, you know, uh, multiplayer, mm -hmm. but you know, I, and that's why I really, really am looking forward to um, 3.23 when it comes to being able to store um, your freights and, and, and all those things, you know, I you know I'm anticipating that I can make use of uh, my Connie Taurus mm -hmm. um, and my mule. Mm -hmm. So even if I, you know, I'm have to, uh, if, if I can, you know, drop uh, cargo boxes from point A to point B over mm -hmm. a short period mm -hmm. or do cargo holding, you know, between longer or, or larger distances, mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to, to seeing how that feels. Mm -hmm. And particularly in terms of getting ready, um, I want to, you know, subject myself into going into dangerous territories and dropping off those cargoes to see, you know, okay, did I prep enough uh, to not lose out on all these millions or fail this mission mm -hmm. massively thing out of the blue goes wrong? Because I'm, at least based on the questions that I'm guessing they're driving us to participate in, even though they are arguably more, more, you know, categories. Mm -hmm. I definitely, in terms of participating as a cargo hauler, I'm definitely more of the, ah, well, like Yo-Yo said last time, I'm, I'm everything, but if something happens, which I hope it does, um, I definitely hope it happens as a cargo hauler. Mm. Fair enough. Meg, how about you? What's the thing that you're going to be preparing, getting ready to spend time that you really want to do in the verse? Honestly, I've had so much time to think about this. <laughs> and I still, I feel like I don't know. Like, mm -hmm. I think the beauty of this game mm -hmm. um, 
is that there's like so many different things that you can do mm-hmm. and I don't feel locked down in doing one thing. Good. And so like, with that being said, like I, I would love to be an escort, mm-hmm. um, on long distance traveling, like from Stanton to Terra or like these other jump points. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed, like, I, I don't like PVP yet. I really enjoyed going to Pyro mm-hmm. and, um, hanging out with, um, uh, pops and fists, mm-hmm. uh, just like traveling around, like like protecting them as they were on the ground, like mm-hmm. just exploring. Mm-hmm. Um, I like exploration. Um, or what's the other word? Exploration. Uh, mm. It's like people get the two mixed up. Expedition, exploration. Expedition. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure which 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 is which, but like, <laughs> um, my my dream is to get an Odyssey and put a um Reliant Sen in there and just like travel uh, around explore. Let me not break um, your heart. Let me break your heart. No, let me break your don't heart. Don't say it doesn't fit in there because I've already it doesn't already fit. Meg, it's one nah, meter. It it's a meter too long. It's trust it, me. If they adjust turn it, it sideways. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Put it in there and you'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. That, that, sounds, that sounds good, Meg, but take, we'll take see. A, take a clip right now. And we're gonna run it back whenever it comes out. All right, well, yeah, but, uh, we will, we will. Because believe me, I, had, I want to say I was on the a... same plan with you. I was truly, I thought I said, here's the perfect ship for it, right? Here's your shuttle, your your ship that goes out and does the initial searches. And then when I looked at the measurements, I'm like, oh, the hangar is a freaking meter too short. So we'll see, we'll see. Not, uh, we'll see. I hope you're right. I hope they um, adjust it. I hope they adjust it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they did say specifically, like, that ship's not going to make it. So, yeah, we'll definitely yeah. see. It. Yeah. it broke but, my heart, though. Believe me, it broke my heart. Yeah. yeah um, it's a good idea. But yeah, a, a lot of different things. I'd love to cargo haul as well. I'd love to, um, um, what's what I'm looking for? Uh, like, go find and collect different resources. Like, mm. with, with uh, us getting, like, more and more things to craft, knowing mm-hmm. that things aren't just useless or we should just pass this rock because there isn't quantanium in there right. like okay other these other things will actually mean something mm-hmm. and matter at some point and will have worth yeah. depending on like what other like you know you know what i'm trying to say yeah i don't know yeah that's absolutely these things yeah i feel like like we're getting snippets drops of different things and sooner or later like it's it's like we're just gonna get more and more and more and mm-hmm. we'll actually be able to do these things i mean crafting alone seeing like these different things we can craft with uh construction material coming mm-hmm. man that was so cool yeah. i can't lie yeah. um but yeah definitely i don't have my foot down right now so no i think a... i think that's a good place to be i mean some of us do have a dream of the thing that we want to do but then the other dream is the fact that i'm not restricted right mm. and it just is there's a world of things pardon the expression or a universe of things out there that i don't have to worry about as quote-unquote skill tree right you know, if I just, if I want to do this today, that's fine. And tomorrow, if I want to go hang out with my friends and I don't want to fly, you know, I just want to, you know, I'll help some other people. The fact that you've got that level of flexibility in the game, I think is great. I'm as much as it, you know, I have a lot of ships, but I get way more enjoyment jumping on your ship. You know what I mean? And doing engineering or, you know, being in a turret or co-piloting. I enjoy that more than I do piloting my own ships. I enjoy piloting my own satisfaction. But when it comes to being in the verse, I have no problem with jumping on somebody else's ship. You know, just, what, what hangar are you in? Let's go, you know. Yeah. Um, but there are some people who want to. That's, they want that feeling of, you know, I want to fly my ships and I want to be the one. And that's fine, too. So I think that, like you said, those options are out there for players, you know. 
but some of us have our dreams. You know, we can't wait to be that person who discovers that first wormhole or the first person mm -hmm. to set down on a certain moon or planet. You know, it's 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 all good. I don't think there's any wrong answer to that question. So good stuff. Okay. All right. Well, listen, we do have one question for the panel. Uh, the question is, how long does it take you to kit out your ships with your mods, your components, your weapons, and all that stuff after a wipe? <laughs> all ships? Mm, well, yeah, I know that could be a <laughs> question. Well, let's just say some people said, oh, my God, hours. Okay, let's just say it's your favorite ship. You know, are you able to go like one place and get everything? Is it buy one at everyone? Or do you literally have to hop around the verse a little bit to find certain things and finally get everything in there? They haven't really been wiping. So I honestly don't understand why it's taking longer than yeah. just putting stuff inside your ship yeah. at your home location. Yeah. So I don't know. So usually I mean, components like, and it's stuff is with you. You just got to get ammo and stuff like that, right? That's usually what you got to go pick up. Okay. I'm saying because ammo, that goes away. Right. Med pins go away, you know. Med guns stay, thank God. Uh, but yeah. You have one, med pen. Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, you got one. Right, 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 right. So, okay. So let's just say how long it takes you to read. Like if you've got, let's say your ship is tricked out with all the components you want and everything else. Plus you got to get your food and water all stuff. How long does it take you just on the average? Is it a couple hours, hour? This is why you guys got to set your spawn to to new Babbage because you just got a new Kelto. <laughs> the Kelto, um, right. Where you can get everything you Kelto. need. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's very true. Our corp needs a store like that because we don't have one. We have, I can get food and drink, but I can't get the variety. Ba New Babbage actually has the, the serious store. They really do. Their, their stores. Oh, no, Orison's got the real good store too. Mm. Orison's got a real good store. That one down there in the area where yeah, everything's in there at Kelto there is really fully stocked too. We don't have one. We don't have one on our corp, which sucks. And of course, Hurston, you know, you might as well pick up a cockroach and eat it there. But that's another story. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Roddy, how long does it take you to trick out your ship? Any amount of time you go on average? Oh, yeah. So if we're counting the amount, so I tend to just move everything uh -huh. straight up to Seraphim and then customize my stuff there. So if we're counting that in, okay. then maybe an hour, um, maybe an hour because, uh, okay, let's say I have to, after a complete wipe, you know, mm -hmm. no database, well, database reset, persistent persistence isn't enabled, then it'll definitely take me about two hours. Um, so yeah, at the very most, because I tend to have everything in my mind already mm -hmm. of how much things, how many things I have to buy, how many things I need. Mm -hmm. So, and of, right now I'm looking at customizing my, my ion, mm -hmm. my, uh, uh, this ship, my, uh, vulture, mm -hmm. um, as well as another ship that I, I don't use as much, which is my Aurora MR. I still keep it as a precious one. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I just tend to buy like. Um, level C or um, or B components for that one. Yeah, but yeah, most about you know two hours, uh, including FPS items. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Nomad, you spend a lot of time, or do you just kind of go with the flow when you're when you're getting your ships all set up again? I I kind of go with the flow. Uh, I can never find the stuff I need. <laughs> it takes me forever to find the right ammo for the right stuff. Um, uh, it's just it just it just takes me forever. Okay. <laughs> you know, so you know, it's you know, maybe maybe a couple of hours. Okay. Travel here and there, and 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 like you know, I you know, yeah. it, it just takes me forever. Yeah, yeah. Like I told you, yeah. it takes me it takes me a couple of days. First day is just getting all the components in, yeah. moving all the weapons onto ships. You know, like they're still at my base at Area 18, 
and then the next day is flying them up into space, getting outside of a, a armistice zone, so I can put all the weapons in the rack and stuff and get them all in place. Oh. Then go and park them all up. Shut up, Cal Roddy, you grinning. And then go park uh, them uh, over at uh, at uh, uh, what's it called? But not Bajini. Yeah, Bajini. You know. Uh, and considering that's about maybe a total of like fourteen ships, maybe it takes me a little while to get them all done. Oh, you know, um, yeah, but there's, there's other ships that don't, they don't go up there. I'll keep them available, but those are definitely up there. You know, I have too much of a choice. I have a, I have a question for everybody here mm -hmm. as well. Sure. Um, you know, given that 323, uh, no, at least based on our understanding, mm -hmm. the hangers that can remain persistent mm -hmm. when, you know, when we leave our ships or customize them and well, not customize, but mm -hmm. you know, we can put stuff in there. Oh, we're getting a raid. Oh, wow. Gabs. Thank you, Gabs. Hello, Gabs. How are you? Welcome Raiders to the soul citizens. Gabs, hope you had a wonderful, wonderful stream. Not sure what you were playing tonight. If it was star citizen or whether you were playing some beautiful music to your, <laughs> to your crew. Uh, but thank you so much for the raid. We do appreciate that and welcome you. everybody. Uh, today we're talking about uh, flight ready, the things that we do to prepare to go out into the Star Citizen universe both today and later. And uh, again, Gabs, thank you for uh, sending your wonderful folks over here with us. We'll try to take good care of them. But Cal Roddy, I'm sorry, what were you going to say now? Yeah, sure, no worries. So I was thinking, you know, given that we, you know, all of us are usually tending to move all of our stuff uh, to the orbitals or anywhere else, given that, you know, um, persistent hangers mm -hmm. the only place that's going to remain persistent and not temporary because they're going to be instants are going to be our home locations mm -hmm. do you see yourself moving everything to those stations still or keeping the majority there that can be just left in the yeah, hangar that, and when you leave it you know it won't go away or disappear or auto store that's a good question I, that was my assumption but i don't know if it's true that our persistent hangar will be at a landing zone is that what your yeah. understanding of it is that that's yeah. where they will be okay now the yeah. reason why but, i'm asking is mm -hmm. because remember back in the day we had some landing zones that were kind of like based mm -hmm. upon the type of hangar uh yeah yeah you know revel in york had an entirely different look most of the ones we have are like the aeroview hangars right if they're the nicer ones um or the uh mm -hmm. what's the other one the, the, the one that's the lower end one that's what the other ones look Ooh. like um you What's the name of the hangers, about. guys? What's the other hanger type? Revel in York and the, the one that's the gritty one. What's it called? Oh, yeah. Um... Selflin. Thank you, a Danger Hobo. Oh, nice. Yeah, Selflin hangers. Now, if you guys remember, and yo, yo, you may not remember this one, there was an asteroid hanger, which I don't know what's going to happen with that. I don't know. You know, that one was supposed to be in an asteroid. So there were three. Arrowview, Selflin, and and uh, what was the one when I said? Uh, uh, but there was Rebel a, in York. Was Rebel in York. Yeah. Rebel in York. Rebel in York. Yeah. yeah. So you know, even Microtech is Aeroview. They're not Rebel in York. So I'm not sure how they're going to deliver that or when. Um, but if they're all going to be based upon landing zones and never move to stations, uh, I'm not saying they will. They won't. Maybe one day they will be in stations. Um, boy, that's a tough one. I still, yeah, I still I may do, I still may do the routine. Uh, I may uh -huh. land only okay. when I really need to have things that I'm going to store and keep, yeah. because what I'm hoping is that things like the cargo decks become active for storing things up there too. So maybe if it's not in my hangar up there, at least I can put it in a cargo deck. Uh, but that's, yeah. that's later too. So we'll just have to see how it works out. But for now, 
Yeah, I know there are a lot of people who load up all their stuff and take it up to the station. I mean, they literally clean out their their landing zone. I don't. I I take what's That's necessary. <laughs> now I don't. But you know what happens when I start looting? All the looting stuff I get goes to those orbital stations. So they've yeah, all yeah. over time they've all mm -hmm. always got right. stuff. You know what I mean? So it's a good question. I don't know, Yo Yo or Nomad. If any of you guys got anything to his question, jump in. I'm confused how the hangers work so it doesn't move like you have to keep like say like it's in crusader like if i go to microtech i can't go to port Tressor and call in an instance hanger i have to go all the way to crusader to that you instance can. hanger yeah, I was wondering can, but, um i think based you know, and chat can correct me on this one but based on i think what they said in the latest design doc isc is that there are two types of um instance hangers there's the one on your landing zone like when you just load into the game new mm -hmm. patch and everything you can leave all your stuff in the hangar. It remains persistent. So that persistent hangar at your landing zone. You can, when you, let's say you go to another landing zone or go to a space station and you leave stuff there, the moment you exit that hangar, it doesn't remain persistent at those space stations, right? So both are instance, but those ones at the space station are temporary. So if you leave cargo boxes on the, mm. you know, on the ground and those things, they don't remain as persistent as a persistent hanger at your main landing zone. So how would so, the, sorry, how, how would the instance hanger work? Would it leave once you leave and you have to call it back in or is it just always there? And Yeah, so it leaves when you leave. But the thing is, I think one of the questions that are still in our minds is if you, you know, if you left like um, a cargo box or, you know, anything there when you leave the hangar, what happens? To do, we move, do we lose it forever, or does it somewhere? You know. I see. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how that. Like, like once I know how all of that works. Wait, what's the question? I forgot the base question. I just kept asking. Oh yeah. So, so <laughs> specifically because of that, I was wondering because the persistent hanger may only remain persistent and not disappear um, at your main landing zone. Are you still going to move everything? you know, mm. to your base? Or are you the clean freak where you won't be leaving things around that's that's going to affect you, that you won't have any issues, you know, doing everything in the temporary space station or temporary hangar um, at the space station? Dang, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I'm going to have to see how the whole inventory thing still works because there's the inventory on the station, then there's the temporary hangar that you can do some temporary things with, right? But then, like you said, that goes away. Um, and I don't know how they're going to bridge that gap between, will I still have that general inventory at the station or is that going to go away? Will it be just whatever's at the hangar or what's on my ship? I'm, I'm not yeah, sure. You, mm -hmm. So you would still have access to the freight elevator at that station, but in terms of leaving stuff open in that hangar, and if you were to leave that hangar at the space station, that's still a bit up in the air because I remember the guy said that it's not going to remain there as opposed to your persistent hanger at your main. So, I'm so still, are you going to move everything? I'm and, still confused. Know... I'm still confused. <laughs> yeah. I'm still confused. I am. I am confused because I don't know. Like I right now, right now, video well, well, right, I got to look at yeah. the video again because you know what I'm saying? When I go to a station, when I go up to port, you yeah. know, to Bajini, I can put stuff in a general, in, you know, it's not in the hangar, but it's in the station's mm -hmm. general inventory, the local, right? Yeah. Is that going to remain or is that going away? Right, so we don't know specifically just yet if the, you know, just press I and just anywhere you are, it's going to just pop up. Right. We do know that the elevators are going to exist at 
any kind of landing zone, any space station. So that's remaining the same. What's going to be different from what we understand is the persistence of leaving stuff around in your hangar, leaving it and coming back and it being there. That section is apparently only going to be at your main landing zone. And see, that's why it's weird to me, because if that's the case, there's no reason for me to use the hangar if the local inventory right. still works. And that's yeah. why I'm wondering if the local inventory, it may be limited, right? Maybe they'll make it where it's limited. I can't leave, you know, 32 SCU crates. You know what I mean? I can't leave a vehicle. You know, I can't leave stuff like that. Um, so I'm curious to see, because they've been talking about personal inventory is going to reduce down. It's going to even reduce down on what we can carry on ourselves. So I can't see why I can go to the station and store, you know, uh, 1032 SCU containers in the local inventory that, you know, I wouldn't use the yep. hangar at that point. So yeah, yeah, we'll have to go back and look at that. That's a good question. Yeah. Okay. We do have another question from the chat. Uh, this is from uh, Charles DCI. He says, what piece of gear or ship type do you think CIG should put in the game? Anybody who wants to jump in on that, feel free. What type of yeah. ship type? Or gear. I know people have been asking for flamethrowers forever. <laughs> but, uh, Med medical land vehicle. Medical, ooh, medical land vehicle. Okay. Yeah, I think this is what Cal Roddy talked about earlier about the Ursa. People have been wanting a medical version of the Terrapin, which I thought was, oh, yeah. was interesting. Something that was a bit more armored um, yeah. that, you know, would come in with that. That's an interesting piece. Um... Hmm. So Gomab kind of touched on what I was actually going to say. Okay. So um, I was actually hoping for like, boosters as a whole. So he talked about landing boosters, but anything that can help me, you know, get to a higher platform, let's say I'm within the trenches or something or in a canyon and mm -hmm. I kind of want to go up, then hopefully, you know, I can possibly have, you know, these one shot or mini shot burst boosters on my gear, whatever armor that may that can equip on mm -hmm. and it will allow me to you know kind of temporary boost up so i can get up, up onto the platform or yeah. it can help me to kind of slow my my acceleration or my yeah. velocity you know? well, well that lends itself to an old one that people have been asking for years ever since we got the ejection seat which is called a parachute um yeah mm -hmm. people have always talked about if they eject an atmosphere you know so what if you're gonna die so um <laughs> oh well you know yeah i mean we just go down with the ship if that's the case um but that is something that people have been asking for for quite a while um i don't know about any particular type of ship because cig kind of comes up with stuff and we don't expect it um yeah i don't know if you guys got anything else in particular that you guys can think of to answer that question submarine Oh, oh, wow. oh, you just wow. went down my tree. They need to make <laughs> it so that the 890 and the 600 can go underwater. That's what I want. I want those ships to be able to go underwater. Somebody even said the X1. The X1 would have been cool, too. See, they needed to make the X1 where the glass went all the way over you. It was a complete canopy. I don't know why oh, yeah. they didn't do that, but that's a whole nother story. Yeah, I know, Jade. I know I'm dreaming. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know that's terrible. I know it's terrible. Okay, well, listen, we're going to get ready to wrap things up here. Uh, but uh, before we do, as you guys know, uh, we are wrapping up the end of the month of February. And here in the States and also in other countries around the world, uh, this is actually celebrated for Black History Month. And so each week we've been highlighting 
uh, different things about things that have gone on in American history here in our states uh, where African-Americans have contributed in some form. And sometimes we find about things that we have never even heard of, which is, you know, and sometimes there's revelations and sometimes just kind of rehearsing of information that we know, but we always love sharing this information with you in our community. So today uh, I had actually something else up and then I got this news from FastCard today uh, that I hadn't heard about. And that was that uh, Floyd Norman uh, passed away. Now, some of you may not know who Floyd Norman is, uh, but I will tell you that you're very much aware of Floyd Norman's work. So let me let you take a look at it. And then we're going to put a link in the chat where you can check out a documentary on Floyd Norman, which is a very good documentary that was done on Netflix back in 2016. Uh, but let me give you a little bit about Floyd Norman and you guys can check this out. Who is the fairest one of all? All of these classic Disney films, uh, they had a huge influence on my life. Truly, it was a kid's dream come true, <laughs> just to walk onto that studio lot, just to walk into that building, just to be there with the men and women who had made the films I saw as a child. And now I had the opportunity to be part of creating these films, and um, that was pretty, pretty cool when you think about it. This is Floyd Norman. When I first came to the Disney studio, they gave me a test, and one of the first things I had to draw was this guy. He's one of a select few who helped bring to life some of your favorite Disney and Pixar characters through storytelling and animation. From Mowgli in 1967's The Jungle Book to Sully in 2001's Monsters, Inc. He was also the first black animator at Disney. But he won't let you make a big deal out of it. I never even thought about the color of my skin when coming to Disney. Everybody thought that was a big deal, like, oh, <laughs> the first black animator at Disney or breaking barriers at Disney. No, I was just uh, another kid who wanted to work in animation, who wanted a job. Uh, I came there only with the responsibility to myself of being the best I could be, but I didn't have any uh, thought about I was breaking down doors or, <laughs> you know, uh, doing something no one else had ever done before. What was it like kind of working there? Was that overwhelming at all? Or I guess, was it thrilling? It was overwhelming in the sense that it was a place where I'd always wanted to be. And by being surrounded by so many talented people, so many gifted artists, musicians, and uh, designers, and yeah. writers. I mean, it was, it was for anybody who's creative, it was just like, boy, this is the place to be. This, <laughs> is, where, this is where it's happening. Yeah, <laughs> this is, this is, this is. Uh, more than exciting, you know. Yeah. It was just fantastic just to come to work every day. Brian, you spent time in Pixar. Yeah. What keeps a company like that on top? I mean, Pixar has been the standard for animation films for so long, and they continue to just crank out really amazing films. I think what keeps one truly a creative is, is, is being hungry. Uh, I, I think you can never get comfortable. In a sense, I look forward to failing falling on your face, you know, <laughs> really screwing up. Because that teaches you to be humble. That teaches you that you're not perfect and that you still have a lot to learn. Along with his work at Disney, Norman also co-founded Vignette Films, which produced other animation projects, including the original Fat Albert and the iconic Soul Train logo. Flash forward to today. Norman has been with Disney long enough to see his iconic Jungle Book story retold for a modern audience. The 2016 live action version of that story made nearly $1 billion in theaters worldwide. I love the fact that innovation is not dead. Everything that's great about animation continues today with a new generation of storytellers, and they excite me. 
It makes me wish I was 21 years old again, <laughs> so I could take this ride a second time. But I realize, you know, you only go around once. I've had my ride, I've had a good time, but I think the future still looks promising. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Uh, did you guys know about uh, Mr. Norman? <laughs> I did not. No? no okay, no, cool, cool. Yeah, he, well, he just passed away, and... Uh, like I said, Fast Cart sent me that today, and I only knew about him because I remember the story about him um, working at Pixar. And we had talked about this last week because I didn't know that Pixar was actually started at Lucasfilm with George Lucas. Yeah. Um, for some reason or other in my head, I was thinking it was something else. And so uh, it was interesting to hear. And this documentary is on, it was on Netflix, um, but I just put the trailer in the, in the uh, chat there for you guys. So check it out when you get a chance. Very interesting history of seeing someone who went from traditional animation into actually using the animation that has now become uh, the industry standard, uh, particularly at a company like Pixar. So um, God rest his soul, uh, Mr. Norman. Love all the work that you always done. All of us grew up on this stuff. So great stuff to see. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's talk about what we've got coming up next week. Um, Cal Roddy, would you talk a little bit about Thursday, please? Yeah, so sure thing. So we have on Thursdays Soul Talk at 9 p.m. Eastern, where we look at all the things that CIG has um, broadcasted, uh, be it SCL, um, Inside Star Citizen. We look at all the posts on Spectrum, everything like that. And then we also voice our thoughts on those. You know, so we have a whole crew, whole cast. And of course, everyone is welcome to come and talk, share their opinions on what do you think about ISC? If you've watched, you know, SCL, what do you think about those as well? And yeah, so that's it on Soul Talk. So tune in for that with Fastcart being the host. Okay, good. And Yo-Yo, uh, would you talk about Soul Voices for me Saturday? Yes. Soul Voices is on Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Um, it's more of a one-on-one -on -one conversation. All are welcome to join in on that. Um, normally talk about community posts from Reddit, um, Twitter, Spectrum, mm -hmm. um, and then uh, got to do Captain Serious Fun's uh, talk about how the podcast leads into <laughs> Astropub and then Relay. <laughs> um, but yeah, y'all y'all come join on Soul Voices on Saturday. Absolutely. Thank you. And then last but not least, guess what? Next Sunday, 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 Sunday is the Soul Citizens going into our fourth year anniversary. And you guys get to come and join us. We are going to be here uh, talking about fun things that have happened over the past year, things we're looking forward to for this year, show some clips of some of the craziness that's taken place in our wonderful conversations we've had here with you. And uh, we're going to be doing giveaways next week. We're going to be doing a ton of giveaways next week. So... Be sure to be here because believe it or not, we're going to be doing giveaways like within the first five minutes of starting the show. So you guys want to be here for that. Guess what? Guess what's being um, what Fast Cart's offering up, Cal Roddy? Take a guess at what he's offering up. His merchantman. He's definitely offering up his How did you I'll, know? I'll How did you know? He's giving away his merchantman. No, actually, that's not yeah. what's going to happen. <laughs> um, what, we, what, he, what we are going to be doing next week, though, is uh, Fast Cart had a package with Squadron 42 laying around and people Ooh. have been like man what happened to squadron 42 i didn't get it so if you didn't get squadron 42 uh make sure you're here next week okay because we are going to be giving away a squadron 42 package so you won't have to buy it later 
at the fine retail price of seventy nine ninety nine. Later on, so uh, make sure you're here for that next week, okay? Uh, but that's next Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. A bunch of the Soul Citizens will be here. We're going to have a lot of fun next week, and hopefully you guys can join and help us celebrate our fourth year anniversary, okay? Uh, other than that, that's it. I think we had a great show tonight. Uh, Meg, tell people where they can find you. You can find me on Twitch at YoYoMeg. Um, I usually stream Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. Central Time. Um, and then the weekends, I kind of stream all day most of the time. Um, otherwise, you can find me here on Soul Citizens or on Twitter at I am Yo-Yo Meg. Awesome, awesome. Nomad, where people can find you? You can find me on Twitch at uh, uh, twitch.tv slash nomad1701. And uh, I stream occasionally during the week. Uh, I play uh, various different games. Um, been promising to jump back into Star Citizen more, so you're going to see that more in the next couple of months. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is where you can find me. Awesome. Calrati, where can people find you? Right, so you can find me right here at Soul Citizens on Twitch. Of course, you can type up my name, Calrati, on YouTube. I post a whole bunch of different things right now. Of course, I'm just playing and finishing off on Dead Space, so I sometimes uh, post some clips there. And of course, you know, you can find me on Spectrum, reach out to me, any questions that you may have, I'm available there too. So, yeah. Okay. Awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. Okay. Well, we are getting ready to set up our raid and it looks like we are going to be raiding. This is going to be someone new that we've never raided before. Spazzy McGee. Spazzy Spazzy McGee. Uh, So when you guys get over with Spazzy McGee, I think he's on the hunt for the Idris. So hopefully you guys will stumble across that and maybe they'll find the Idris. People have been looking for it all weekend. Uh, But hopefully you guys can get over there. Let them know when you get there uh, that you came from the Soul Citizens. If you like them, of course, follow them, support them. And uh, until then, we look forward to seeing you guys next week. Fourth anniversary, don't forget. Until then, don't forget peace, love, and soul. Take care of yourself. Stay safe. We'll see you soon. Ciao. Bye. Good night.